rise and shine. Warning. What you're about to listen to is unlike anything you've ever heard on college radio before. This program contains strong opinions and perspectives from the freshest minds in today's society. It may not be suitable for audiences not ready for their weeks to start off right. With Von Lee, the light skin in charge, and Justice Gray, your local supervillain. And now, it's time for Morning Commute. Man, wake that up. <laughs> To the bees, to the flowers, and the trees. Rise and shine, y'all. It is time to start your morning commute on this Monday, May 3rd. My name is Von Leek. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Von. Was good. This is it. This is it, man. We are here. We Last made it. Last show of the semester. We made it, bro. Again. I didn't think we would make through the first one, the first uh, semester. The fact that we made it through a whole semester is low key a milestone. The fact that show. we have made it through a whole year. <laughs> Uh, is a milestone in itself. I think um, yeah. I think Morning Commute deserves a round of applause. We, yeah, uh, man. We did it. We here. For real. Yeah. And not just like made it like show-wise. Made it in general, man. You know? Yeah. 2020, 2021, crazy yeah. times yeah, in the world. Been, haven't been um, ideal yeah, years, man. you know. Haven't been the best in the past uh, yeah, man. couple. But we're here. Yes, we made it. We're here, man. Yeah, it feels good. Um, First of all, good morning, good ladies morning, and gentlemen. Man. Yeah, uh, we're glad to be here. This is Brave New Radio, Morning Commute. Uh, William Patterson's news and entertainment show and this is our last episode if you haven't got the, the gist already this is our last episode of the semester this is episode this is our 33rd show or is it 33rd 34th show mm. 34th show I've been here 34 times doing this I've been here more actually but you know things happen uh, 34th show and we I, I really just, I, I think this is your first like full year because we did yeah. the, you did last we did last semester as well it was not full year before I guess school year yeah and just to see it all come full circle is really really uh satisfying and we want to thank everybody that's been um has been here listening yeah, been in the studio um been on zoom because we wouldn't be here without y'all yeah, facts. Appreciate everybody that listens, man, for real, for real. Everybody that supports us in general. Yeah, man. And um, this semester, I think, was very interesting for us because we went through an unexpected little shakeup at the beginning of the semester. Um, we got off Unexpected, a, to say the least. Uh-huh. We, um, we lost a co-host. Mm-hmm. Not dead, but uh, well, as far as we know. Uh, lost a co-host. And then... <laughs> what? As far as, as we far know. As it, I, I'm I mean, pretty sure she's, she's alive. I don't... Well, we. Okay, um, <laughs> and so we had to get the ground running with figuring out how to do the show on our own, and it definitely was uh, interesting. We had uh, we started off at a rocky start, but I think we, I think I, I, I would give a fair assessment and say we did pretty good. That's a fair assessment. I think we did, man. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna like toot my own horn and say we did great. Yeah, because we lost IBS. So <laughs> I mean, look, look, that, that's that's still great, bro. Well, we Top lo- five is still great, mm-hmm. and you know. It took some time for us to adjust, but I think that we adjusted well. I think that, uh, you know, it, it's been a tough semester for many reasons, but we got through it, man. And yeah. we got some really good episodes this semester. And for the last episode, I have a feeling this is going to be a great episode, too, man. Yeah? Why you say that? I don't know, bro. Something in the air? Something in the air, you yeah. Know, you know what it is? It's the fact that... It was 57 degrees this morning. Oh, it yeah, wasn't brick. It, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was not brick outside. It felt good. But also, Justice got a haircut. 
No, I didn't get a haircut. They don't know that. I, I appreciate you though. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's also something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, Justice and I feel like we've been doing great with this show, or good with this show. But um, we thought, you know, maybe it's time to fill that third seat. The third, the morning commute crew has always been a, a trio. Mm-hmm. Well, not for the past couple months, I guess. But um, and we've been uh, grooming somebody to take the throne. I don't like that word. Grooming? Yeah. Why? Go ahead. Go ahead. I guess you're better at it. Okay. Um, I'm not good at hyping people up. I mean, neither. Okay. Today, mm-hmm. we are here to introduce... And make morning commute history. Make morning commute history with Vaughn's 56th co-host. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> in, in, in a year. Our new co-host of morning commute, Suzette. What's good, Suzette? What's good, girl? How are you? Yeah. <laughs> What's good, guys? Good morning. Good morning. How do you feel? I feel great. Welcome to Morning Commute, officially. Yeah. If y'all don't, if y'all have not been she, listening, she, she was the intern for a little bit. Yeah, had to work her way up. <laughs> and we've been grooming, I guess. Uh huh. Well, we were grooming. We were grooming somebody else, but they couldn't make it this morning. Shout out to Wendy. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wendy. Um, no we're kidding. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Suzette's been uh, working her way up. Um, she was our intern for a bit. Um, a good. What we say, good friend, uh, 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 an associate. Wow. Uh, Acquaintance. Yeah. A peer, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're glad to have you on. Welcome to the program. I'm glad to be here. Uh, you nervous? Hello. You should be. Nah, there's no reason to be. This, she, it's me and you. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, low key, you are going to be putting the hot seat later. But um, other than that, you know, you'll, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And um, even though this is the last episode of the semester, um, we do have plans for the summer. Stick around later in the show. We'll announce all that jazz. Facts, facts, facts. Um, and you'll be able to hear more of Suzette and more of us because Morning Commute is not going anywhere. We're only getting started. <laughs> we are really only getting started. <laughs> Our last episode of the semester, Suzette's first episode. Yeah. yeah. Stuck, not a lot of airtime. Stuck it in there. Yeah. But, um... Pause. But, um... Before we get into... <laughs> whoa, 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 before, before we get into our weekend or whatever, um, Suzette, you want to kind of introduce yourself to the, to the to the to the all the great listeners of Morning Community, <laughs> all of them, and uh, um, tell them who, like what you're about. Sure, um, I'm Suzette. Uh, I don't really go by my person like that. You can call me Susie or Suze or whatever. Um, never Susie? called your called you Susie, but okay. <laughs> I get called that. She, act, she acted different on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a sophomore junior here at. Um, William Patterson. I've known Vaunt for since we started high, uh, college. Um, I met Justice here a couple months ago. Um, into political science and communications, and I'm really just here to. You said what? Political science and. You're com- into political science and communication. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you. I'm in a Brooklyn. I'm. She's woke. She's, yeah. she's woke. She's woke. Y'all. Yeah. That, that's, that's and knows how to uh, knows how to communicate it. Yeah. yeah effectively. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're excited to get some uh, some some arguments with you. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. It probably will happen today, but mm-hmm. it's going to happen regardless. I'm here to keep yelling your place. Excuse me? So, no. <laughs> um, Wendy. <yeah>. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Vaughn, how, how was your weekend, bro? Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it 100 this whole show. I am tired. Bro. I don't feel well. Man, let me tell you. But I'm ready for this last show. I had the energy for this morning. I woke up this morning and I was excited. I think I kind of felt the same rush that I was feeling when we started the show this mm-hmm. semester. Because I remember, like, the first shows are always like, let's get, like, woo! So, I'm feeling good. But everything outside of this program, like, once we walk out that studio, I'm back to, like, uh. But, like, I'm not taking, the semester officially ends, what, Friday? I'm not taking no schoolwork past Tuesday, uh, past tomorrow. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, man. I'm um, maxed out. I'll be honest with you, bro. 
I don't think I've ever felt more like more like this semester needs to end than this semester. It was close last semester, but this one was just it was really bad, bro. Like, yeah. I feel like this semester, like, especially like March and April, just felt like they were so long months. Like, I'm just like, when is March gonna be over? And then we, like, this semester really just needs to end. Like, I'm over it. My professors, they keep asking me to write papers and take a final exam, and I'm like, I need you to pick one. Yo, for real. I hate that. I hate that. Like, you can't do, like, the, the paper and the final. Like, mm-hmm. You gotta, one. you gotta, yeah, you gotta choose one. Now, I do agree that March, March was long, but I feel like April kind of flew by, though. It did. Low key, yeah. Even though we didn't get a spring break, it's still that was you know, foul. It's just still flew by, yeah. Shout out to William Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. What you was getting into this week, bro? Studying. We were together a lot of this week. Yeah, we were, we were like three we were or four days out the week. Yeah, we were doing another. We were doing another project. Then I went home, did another project, and then yesterday all day I was doing another project. So, mm-hmm. project king. I feel like me and you, um, I mean, we talk about it, are like, we're content kings, but like we we, we create lacking. content outside. You said what? We've been lacking. Yeah. No. Well, that's, yeah, but that's not what I was going to say. I don't even think it's lacking. I think we're just... Um, Priorities. At a, a, a... We need to be complacent at the moment. Get done whatever we need to get done and just go and stay in one lane for the meantime because yeah. tying ourselves out, what's that finna do? Yeah, man. I'm ready to get in my creative bag. You know, starting like next week. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I think I'm gonna take some time off. I need to relax. Um, I think that I feel you. I, I, I definitely think we need you know some time off from the show a little bit. But I, I'm ready to get back and you know making videos, man. Yeah. I, I, the only thing stopping me is like schoolwork and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I felt that. I'm really trying to get back into like doing my artwork stuff. I haven't been able to do it at all this semester, and I'm so excited for to be finished with all my schoolwork and get back into it. Like, yeah, you ain't tell people you're like a designer. You design like what the jean jacket you have. I do. Whatever. I do. I paint. So like, I do a lot of stuff like that. Like, I have a lot of artwork in my room, and like, mm. I, I dabble in the arts. An artist. Time. Mm-hmm. An artiste. <laughs> what you what you was getting into? This weekend, what you said you were in Hoboken yesterday. What's yeah. in Hoboken? What is Hoboken is so fun. I went to this restaurant up, I think, in Edgewater. It was called Pier One Fifteen. It was like a, a little bar and grill. Have some salad. Had a good time. Some salad. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> streets. That was a street um, salad. It was good. And then I walked around on the board, like on the pier in Hoboken with my friends. And is my that by like the shore or something? Like what is the shore? The sh- <laughs> oh, it's not the shore. <laughs> I'm asking. Is, is on the Hudson River. Bro. I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm asking. It's just by the water. It's, yeah, it's by the water. Shore, you can see yeah. New York City like from right there. Yeah. It's not. Um, I don't know nothing about like this. Never been to Hoboken. It's so no. nice. Never. We gotta take it. <laughs> Hoboken, no, Hoboken, Hoboken, Hoboken is a spot in the summertime. You could walk around, you get drinks, you know, get some nice like dinner. Oh, I agree. It's I agree. a spot. Date night. Yeah, you should take. You should take Mora. You should. Yeah, I feel it. Might be a vibe. Yeah, bro. Yeah. But um, glad that we're all having. I was gonna say good weeks, interesting weeks. Um, and I'm glad that this. I'm glad that we're here. Uh, this is the last show. Like I said, I'm tired, but we have made it through the semester. And whether this is your first time listening or your last time listening, we thank you. Your first time listening or your regular listener. Excuse me. That's how tired I am. Welcome, first of all, and thank you for listening. We are Morning Commute. Like I said, William Patterson University's campus morning news and entertainment show, and one of. 
We have a trophy to prove it. The best college morning shows in the nation. College uh, morning radio shows in the nation. We're live on Brave New Radio every single Monday morning. Uh, start your day the right way because your Monday mornings will never be the same with us. You can tweet us all morning long at CommuteBNR or at Brave New Radio. We would love to hear from you. Interact with us. Um, now, without further ado, let's kick off this last show, man. We're going to have a good morning. Uh, we're going to play some music, but when we come back, Jerry, we got headlines? Yeah, we're going to be talking about some comments made by President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and a new Pfizer pill. Oof. Yeah, all that and more. We'll uh-huh. come back. That's right. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Raza Sean, yo, we are your morning commute crew. Vont League, Justice, Greg, and Suzette. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, low-key. We're going to have to get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jerry, got headlines, bro? Yeah, well, last week, I know we, we did our little top five with uh, with Seabass, you know, talking about- Shout out to the king. Shout out to Seabass. Um, we did our top five, you know, things to do post-pandemic summer. We spoke it. Yeah, we were like, yo, we did it. We're like, yo, the pandemic isn't even over. But I mean, apparently it is, you know, in New York, because Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Thursday that New York City will fully reopen starting July 1st. Uh, this is the first time NYC will be fully reopened since March of last year. In a statement, de Blasio said, we are ready for stores to open, for businesses to open, offices, theaters, full strength. Uh, he said restaurants, gyms, shops, hair salons, and arenas will open to full capacity. Smaller theaters could reopen over the summer, and it brought and Broadway is on track for opening by September. And schools will be back at full strength in the fall. You know, so that, I mean that that that's good news. You know, July July first is, you know, it, that's only a couple months away. But uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo said that he'd like to see the city reopen before that. He said that, you know, he doesn't want to wait that long. You know, if, if, if you know, things keep going how they're going, it could open early, sooner. So, you know, it looks like, you know, NYC about to be lit this summer. I'm, I'm going to just say I'm, I'm excited and I hope that this all works out. But I'm going to just say even the strongest people can't hold the world up. What do you mean by that? He said full. He keeps saying full strength. Even the strongest people in the world can't hold everything on their shoulders, bro. Does this make you nervous? Um, A little bit. Um. Because we still are very uncertain about everything, and to the, the the another headline we're about to get into about um the vaccine and like there's just so many uh miss uh what is it called miss what is it called uh, miss like like misconstrued stories or whatever like I, I have no clue what you're talking about. it's gonna be like misconstrued there's so much like just uh different mis- story what? like misconception yeah misconception there we go so many miscon thank you miss <laughs> justice when I got that this is why we need another person so many misconceptions about uh the the vaccine and like oh n- now there's a pill that there's that they have now you might need a third dose now you might have to do it every year so I we still don't know what's gonna happen and we don't know if even opening everything up back full throttle was going to like Broadway has not been open. Like there are some things that have been opened like at in like half capacity or quarter capacity, whatever. But like things like Broadway and and like theaters and stuff, we don't know what that's going to be like. Yeah, I didn't even look at it, you know, like that. I looked at it as, you know, I don't know if you guys know what's been happening like in India, but supposedly COVID is really bad there. Like people are like dropping like flies and. You know, NYC is not like these other, you know, cities. It's not like New Jersey. People are on top of each other. 
mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, unless everyone, you know, takes the vaccine, I, I think, you know, this could, you know, cause another like outbreak, you know, but, you know, you never know. Um, last summer, you know, people were outside. I don't think people cared and um, it didn't spread as much. The numbers were relatively down. So we'll see, you know, I feel like they're putting a lot of like trust in this vaccine because yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I swear they think that the COVID vaccine is just going to protect you from every like ounce of COVID that you're going to get. Like, that's not how that works at all. Like the, the vaccine isn't meant to. The vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. You can COVID. definitely yeah. still get COVID. You just won't die. But like you're still going to that, get that's sick. That's not even guaranteed. Exactly. Guaranteed. That's the point, though. That But it doesn't even like keep you from getting it. It's not like the flu shot or like, you know, the chickenpox vaccine where if you get it, you don't get chickenpox. Like literally, if you get the COVID vaccine, that doesn't mean you're not going to get it. Like all of us could still definitely get it if we got the shot. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you, though. Since I've gotten the shot, I plan on being outside fully. Yeah, you're so, part of the problem. Am I part of the Are problem, though? Because I'll still be wearing my mask. I'm look, I'm not an idiot. I'm still not going to even go in like large crowds and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'll still this wear my mask. That's the but problem. We're, part, we're stimulating the economy, exactly. you know? Exactly. You are part of the problem, Vaughn. Because I'm not get getting vaccinated? vaccinated? Yeah. You just, you just listed on, 20 reasons why I should not get vaccinated. I never no, said not, the vaccine not, isn't going to kill you, but it would help you. It would keep yeah, you man. from getting, Come on, you know, bro. extremely ill. Because, yo, my brother got it and he was knocked out. Come on, bro. Let's be vax boys. <laughs> okay. The Vax Boys. Are you a Moderna mommy or a Pfizer princess? I'm a Pfizer poppy. I was about to say, pop, yeah. Yeah, you're, what are you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Hey, you're a Johnson you know, and Johnson. You know you're a Johnson and Johnson gesture. <laughs> Guess just what shot it is. <laughs> Yo, you're a Johnson the, and Johnson the shots gesture. I could have got. Why did the universe was like, you know what? We're going to mess your whole day up. Because you're a Sag. Don't slander it's the Sag. It, it, it's your Sag energy. Mm hmm. You manifested it. Yeah. You, you manifested the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but um, so in, in other news, though, um, Senator Tim Scott, Republican senator of South Carolina, uh, made a speech responding to President Biden's uh, speech on Wednesday, saying that America is not a racist country. We got the clip producers. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. Vice President Kamala Harris was asked about these comments on Good Morning America and uh, she had this to say about them. I believe that we need to, well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak truth about the history of racism in our country and its and its existence today. And I, I applaud the president for always having the ability and the courage, frankly, to speak the truth about it. He spoke. Hmm. She went on to, uh, you know, talk about Biden's speech. And then she went on to say that one of the greatest threats to our national security is domestic terrorism manifested by white supremacists. And so these are issues that we must confront. And it does not help to heal our country, to unify us as people, to ignore the realities of that. The idea is that we want to unify the country, but not without speaking truth and requiring accountability where it is appropriate. I have mixed feelings about this. Um... Do you do you guys think that this is a racist country? Yes. Yeah, I I'm with you. I I 100 percent agree. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be kind of split. No, down yeah, no, 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 no. No, it, it definitely it definitely is. But um, well, I mean, not our opinions, I guess. But um, is it an opinion? 
It's a fact. It's, a, it's an opinion. I mean, it's an opinion. she has a different opinion. It's an, it's an opinion that can be uh, backed up. Yeah, but but let's be real here. She's the vice president. She's supposed to, I don't want to say speak for everyone, but she's supposed to represent the entire country, everyone in it. There's no way she can go up there and say this is a racist country. This, I, this, this, she, there's no way. I feel like she, her whole statement was just her bouncing around the question. Yeah. And that, you know, that's one thing about Biden and her that they're really good at is bouncing around the actual question at yeah. hand. Learn from Trump. And not answering it. Nah. This no, the thing. That's the all thing. They've been political tiptoeing around things for years. The, but, like, it's just aggravating because she's not addressing the issue at all. And she's just, you can tell she's only saying what she's saying in order to make herself. She's not trying to say the wrong thing in this situation. And you can totally see that. Yeah. No, uh, let me correct myself. This is I'll give you an example of Trump Ask me a question Justice What did you do yesterday? Well let me tell you something What what I'm going to do tomorrow Is make sure that the world stays great So not even Not even bouncing the question Just not answering it at all (laughs) Like I mean she answered You know she she, she did talk about You know how we need Accountability you know But I mean that's easier said than done fam I think we know what we need What needs to happen It's just about you know Doing it I think I think as a leader I like y'all said I kind of understand Kind of trying to like subvert the the worry and there were some instances i have to admit where trump kind of did do that maybe not for the better like when he found out that covid was worse than it was and his defense was oh i didn't want to worry the country um which i low-key understood but at the same time was a dumb move because didn't take any action like back like back behind the scenes to back to prevent it he just just didn't do anything but as what's his name senator what tim scott as a black yeah. man and Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, as a black and Indian woman, of both people of color, I just think that there should have been more attention to this. Hearing this from the vice president would have been kind of what I needed to be like, oh, let me uh, let's try to do something better, you know. But I mean, people would have only people would have done to her. They would have came at her the same way they came at Maxine Waters a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, look, I know we didn't expect, you know. President Biden and Kamala Harris to fix racism, you know, um, let alone in their first couple months of their term. But, you know, you, you know, they went on the campaign against Trump kind of siding with, you know, us, you know, kind of, you know, racial, you know, injustice and police brutality was a big part of uh, the debates and the campaign. You know, they called out President Trump for not doing enough. But since they've been president, there's been a lot of shootings. Police brutality is still going on to the fullest. You know, we we these past couple weeks, you know, how many you know, how many shootings that's been going on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, So I I don't know, bro. We, we just need something needs to be done. Reform. Like, yeah, man. I don't think that's ever going to happen. And it, like Chris, again, like we talked about last week, Chris, Chris, Chris ugh, Jesus, Chris Cuomo said, um, this stuff won't start happening until white people's kids or white police officers like uh, kids start getting killed. That's not what I want, but there needs to be something that sparks the change. And yeah. that, it sounds very cliche to say, at least. No, nah, but we just live in a country where people are very selfish. And unless an issue is directly affecting them and making their life hard, they're not going to care. Mm-hmm. And I feel like not to say that we should, you know, make it directly affect them, because obviously you don't want to cause more damage than there is. But like at one point, do you realize that it's not all about you? Facts. I don't know if people ever do will realize that. We've been here for so long. I don't know what it's going to look like when we get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh. Um, in other news, speaking of unfortunate killings, uh, I guess good news, so to speak. Which I don't want to speak it too soon, but three cowards by the name of Travis McMichael, 
uh, Gregory McMichael and William Brown were all indicted Wednesday for targeting and threatening Ahmaud Arbery. Um, Ahmaud Arbery, for those who don't remember, was the 25-year-old man who was killed while jogging just a couple miles from his own home in Georgia last year. Uh, these men were tr- the men were who were suspected of targeting Ahmaud Arbery because of his race. All faced multiple charges, including aggravated assault, murder, uh, attempted attempted kidnapping, and firearm charges. Multiple firearm charges. So. Nothing we can, you know, nothing much we can really say. Just, you know. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it because it's not, they're not yeah. convicted. So hopefully, you know, they do get convicted, you know, get, get them out of here. Lock them up, bro. Like, there's not, yeah, there's nothing else to say. It just, uh, change needs to happen. Yeah. Lock them up for real, for real. But, um, Vaughn, you mentioned it earlier. Um, Pfizer CEO. Albert Borla announced on Tuesday that Pfizer is working to introduce an experimental drug to treat COVID-19 and plans on releasing it by the end of the year. The drug will be an at-home pill, which will treat COVID-19 at the first signs of illness. Uh, Dr. Nita Ogden, a doctor working for Pfizer, said the virus continues to mutate and will continue to be present in some form. And we need to have these kinds of remedies that will take that will take at the first sign of symptoms that will prevent spread that will prevent severity that will prevent hospitalizations um this sounds good in theory to be fair pfizer has been pretty consistent with you know like the vaccines and stuff like that haven't heard much um you know like bad side effects you know or something like that um how do you feel about this 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 pfizer pill do you, do you think it's still too soon I don't know. I have no clue about anything vaccine related. If, and again, for those, if you're just listening, I have not gotten the vaccine. I'm not anti-vaxxer. I have accepted the fact that um, I will be getting the vaccine before the end of the year. I know that the three of us over the weekend were talking about doing something that would require me to get the vaccine, I believe. But I just don't. Right now, I'm not in a rush to get it. One, because... Health officials are never in a rush to give people of color any any vaccines or anything that'll prevent us from like to help us in any capacity. Um, we were never the first in line, and then also there's just so many misconceptions about the vaccine. And I'm just again, I, I understand that people are dying from COVID. I understand that people are dying from the vaccine. I've gone a year, what a year and two months without the vaccine. So, yeah. Well, I mean. That's not to like not, crap on people like y'all and everybody else who's gotten the vaccine, but not in your case. But I feel like a lot of people during the like peak quarantine were like, "Oh, when there's a vaccine, I'm just gonna take it." And now there's a vaccine, it's like, "Oh, it's too soon." What is not too soon? Do you like? What are you gonna wait five years to take it? No, I don't like, know. I just I also don't. I find it crazy that like, yeah, that we came up with a vaccine out of nowhere. It's not like it wasn't out, out of nowhere. nowhere they were working on it. Like the vaccine has been in in play for uh, like decades. Like there are more than th- this isn't the first coronavirus that we've had and that we faced like as a country. So like the vaccines that they're using are just vaccines that have been adapted from older ones to address this specific strain. But it's like not this what? So, a, what? You, it not like you said Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> this specific. This was like it, they have been you know adapted to address the COVID nineteen as opposed to like you know the SARS virus or the other viruses that have been out there before because those are all also coronaviruses. How do y'all feel about the Pfizer pill, though? Like I feel like it, it's helpful. <laughs> Just, AKA, answer the question again. <laughs> no, like, I feel like it could be useful for people to help keep people out of the hospital. Like, if you could just get a prescription for a pill, I feel like that'll help people, especially, like, people who are dying from COVID. Like, I feel like it'll stop that a lot because, I mean, like, in the last, like, month or so, like, a lot of people who I've, like, not known, like, but, like, known of have, like, gotten it and, like, died and I was like, oh, 
feel like it's gonna be limited at first, and now that weed is legal, I feel like people are gonna start trapping. But Suzette, you're saying you're saying it like this will serve as like a vaccine. This doesn't serve. This is more so to prevent. It's not though. It's preventing you to get like before that. Before you even need a vaccine, it prevents you from getting COVID as you start to get um symptoms. Yeah, like it's like you take it when you feel like you're getting like an antidote kind of. Yeah, you take it like when Pfizer. you feel like you're getting sick, it'll keep you from getting sick to the point where you need to go to the hospital. And yeah. that's what they're trying to do is like keep a, people out of the hospital. A COVID Tylenol. Like, that's Pfizer one thing Tylenol, that I feel like yeah. a lot of people don't realize is that they're not trying to keep you from getting coronavirus. They're trying to keep you from taking up space in the hospital because our country's health infrastructure sucks. <laughs> you can get COVID. Just get, get stay away from yeah, me. Stay home. Stay, just stay home. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, stay home. You know. Get away from me. Yeah. That's all we got for headlines, y'all. When we come back, Jay, you keep it 100? Yeah, I'm going to keep it 100. That made about, no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> keep it 100? Yeah, I'm going to be keeping 100 about Zoom classes. Let's get into it. Keep it 100 up after the break, so do not move. Happy Monday. I'm telling you, I'm waiting for this album to drop. It's going to be this uh, album of the summer. Everybody's dropping. Every, people are starting to announce that they drop dropping this summer. So, what? I'm a, I'm a I believe it when I see it kind of guy, you know? Like, uh, we've heard reports of all... Of, we're going to get into, like, in New Music Monday, but... Cap. We'll see. Artist Cap. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've even learned that from like my friends that make music. Like, I'm sure Kadir has told you, oh, yeah, my album's dropping next week and it won't <laughs> drop another year. That's just Damn, really why you gonna shade so early? It's not just, it's just all artists. My, my, my boy Tuan, he's been tucked, you know, he's been sending me snippets of his deluxe album that was supposed to drop months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's yeah. just how artists are, bro. Uh huh. Yeah, there was a couple people that said it was gonna drop in January and it never came out. So. But we can't hold everybody to everything. Yeah, man. Hasn't Rihanna been saying she's going to drop an album for like three years? She's never dropping. She's, she's making, not coming back. She's making. Isn't she retire at some point? She's retired, basically. Yeah. Anyway, Rise and Shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Vont Leak, Justice, Greg, and Suzette. Jay, you going uh, to... I don't know why I can never say that. <laughs> Suzette, I'm going to start letting you say that, bro. You going to do keep it, two, keep it two Virgils? Keep it two Virgils. Mm-hmm. So... Do it. COVID-19 has affected everything and everyone in a negative way. Um, the pandemic has forced us to adjust to everything in our lives from work, seeing family, grocery shopping, and of course, school. It's hard enough getting an education, but doing everything 100% online, it, it doesn't sound like it makes it more difficult, but it low-key does make it more low difficult. High-key, actually. Piano um, key. Yeah. Um, it's been a time of, of sacrifice during this pandemic. Many of us have sacrificed some of our college experience. Some students have yet to have the real college experience, you know? You know, uh, freshmen just starting college, you know, the, the, this is how they know college to be, is, you know, the computer. Them in their dorm or, or, or them at home. Um, kids graduating high school and graduating college during the pandemic didn't even get the graduation they deserved. They basically got their diploma on, on, on FaceTime. Like, and as far as Zoom classes itself, there was definitely an adjustment period. You know, professors kind of have to drop everything and change their plans at the drop of a dime and learn to be Zoom experts. And as you know, I'm sure y'all know, you know, that took some time. <laughs> that definitely took some time for Chief some professors. Cole, he said it ain't it. Some of them still aren't Zoom experts and it's been three semesters. Shout out to, That's you a fact. know what, let, let me not, let, let me not mention any, uh, yeah. But, um. But yeah, everyone had to adjust. Personally, for me, doing schoolwork at home is definitely not the same as doing it in person. Uh, Zoom Zoom made it easy for us to multitask. Like we were able to attend class in bed, turn our camera off, and like basically just be asleep. Honestly, you know, make breakfast during class, butt naked with the camera off, of course, of course, on occasion, <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> um, it was 
it was easy for us not to pay attention to class or not give a class our full attention, you know, because, you know, you could just be on the couch with class on, but then, you know, you could put on Netflix or, or YouTube or whatever on your TV, you know? And I feel like I low-key just got used to Zoom class. And now, next semester, we're going back to in-person classes. And now we're going to have to adjust to that again, you know? Um... I think Zoom served its purpose, you know, I, I think it did all it could. I think that it was convenient. It was a convenient alternative for the times. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's the ideal way of having class. And I think that it promoted laziness and not paying attention. And um, I'm glad we're going back to normal, man. You know, so Are you that, really? that, that, that Zoom class pack in the air. I'm yeah. I'm over Zoom classes. Hundred percent over Zoom classes. Yeah. I can't do it. I really can't. Why? Cause like I'm really the kind of person who like hasn't been like I am the kind of person who in person learning is the way that I do school. Like my first semester here, like I was on it. Like I was doing great. I was doing my thing. Like I was in class. Like I can pay attention. I can engage with the professor. Like I can make connections. I can like discussion. Like in class discussions are the way that I learn. And like Zoom, really, I'm in on Twitter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> are you on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm literally No, this is an inside joke. I'm always on Twitter when I'm in class. Like I don't be paying attention to half the stuff other person says. I'm a witness. She's got and what you get? You got a seventy something on that midterm? We didn't even have class for that midterm. You yeah, that's the, an Maybe you class. didn't go to class. No, yeah. we yeah, honestly. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, but like my boy, um, he's in high school. He has prom on Friday. I don't know how. His what? Prom. Prom? Really? Yeah. I don't know how the like, I don't know how they're doing that. Like, I'm not partying with a mask on and a suit. That's why, like, my mom just got married and for the most part we had, like, we didn't have masks on, but it was, like, family. So it was, like, I didn't mind it per se. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. And you said graduation is supposed to be going on soon, too. I don't know if what if that's gonna look different or how different, especially compared to prom. I've seen people's graduations like on on, on Instagram. It's 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 like in like in like stadiums, but it's just you know social distance a little bit. So it's basically it's basically the same. Um, the way they're doing graduation here is the same way they did it last year. I think a little less. I think a little more relaxed. Like it was on the football field instead of usually William Patterson has it at a Prudential Center, um, and it was limited. I think it, it will be on the field this year. I know that. In addition to Zoom, but they are doing, I think it's just a little, they're allowing a little more capacity. Yeah. I mean, for us, you know, yeah, we, we, we lost a good chunk of our college experience, but I feel like it was tougher for people just getting to college, mm -hmm. you know, cause you know, adjusting to from high school to college is hard enough, but doing it 100% online, you're not meeting anyone unless, you know, you do Zoom, you know, private chat or whatever, but that's weird. Yeah, bro. Like. <laughs> Yeah, imagine you're in class and somebody just private chats you out of nowhere yeah. and they're like, hi, you want to be my friend? Like, she is that's... not going to respond to you mm -hmm. through Zoom private. That's so weird. <laughs> hey, wanna be, they right hey, wanna be par partners? Yeah, yeah. But this, this is not the way. But I mean, even like high school, I know my, my brother had a really tough time because he was, uh, it was his senior year. He missed like prom, he missed his graduation. It was definitely tougher, man. Like, you know, he started, you know, he got to dorm at least, but you know, it's, it's different, man. So... It's definitely been tough for all of us. Bless up to the seniors. Yeah. To the high school seniors that didn't get experience prom and graduation that worked so hard for 13 years and you got crap for it. Yeah, man. Bless up to the college seniors that, like, 
pay thousands of dollars for a, a piece of paper. And then the job market is trash now. Yeah, the job. I mean, the job market kind of was already trash, but now you're really not getting a job, and you wasted all that money on a degree, and you didn't even get a proper graduation. And um, I'm uh, sorry. A, yeah, you just didn't get a proper like just send off. So. Sad out here. I would be mad if I worked hard for four years and then didn't get a graduation. Like, I would be pissed. Yeah, obviously. I, I do feel like, though, Zoom, it, it promoted laziness. And I feel like getting a guy, I, for the fact, I guess, because I'm lazy a little bit, like, well, a lot of bit. Um, I did enjoy it. Like, I'm able to, like, drive home and like in class i know you and i were talking about like me and you were me and you picked we have a class together next semester but it's on a friday afternoon and we were like damn it's not zoom so we can't like bs it like because we have to go in person it's, and it's like only reason we did it because like it's a class we were like we, we really want to like, take yeah. yeah um but also like my i have a lot of family that are teachers my step or that work in education my stepmom's a teacher my uncle's a, a teacher um my other uncle's a dean of students i believe my aunt's a teacher and like they've all just felt very impartial about it one because um they have to give students 50s even if they don't do work they have to give students 50s like like a zero you can't give a student a zero you have to give them a 50 because that equates to because i mean i guess like oh what if they weren't able to or whatever and then also the problem is that like students just don't really care or like parents like how many parents like remember jeffrey tubin the dude who got caught on Zoom, that there's been so many situations where like things happen on Zoom and Zoom mishaps and yeah. So I don't know, man. Honestly, I feel like Zoom University has really just been an exhausting experience overall. Cause like aside from not having the attention span that you usually would have like in school, yeah. but like it's just I don't care. Like, why am I here? There are so many other things going on in the world. Like this education really ain't that important. Yeah, man. I mean, look, you know, during the pandemic, we were all just in the crib so it's 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 it, it was different from in person where like we can go to school you know we can work on stuff here you know we can go to the library it's like you know i'm not gonna be as committed to doing schoolwork if i'm you know in the same places i chill or that's another problem same place i sleep that's you know? another another problem not even just school like class but just like in like work in general yeah like i'm not motivated to do work in my comfort my comfort space it's just not happening yeah, man. So it's been an adjustment, and I'm excited. Not well, I'm not excited. I'm I'm interested in seeing what like going back to quote unquote normal will look like. Um, COVID is still a thing, so it definitely will be different, uh, to say the least. It will be difficult, especially for my 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 another example. My sister, I have um uh, an 11 year old sister who's about to go to middle school, so didn't get the experience at the end of elementary, and is about to get thrust into something completely different. I have a cousin who's about to go to seventh grade, so like doesn't even know what middle school is really like. Yeah, and a five year old sister who's about to go to first grade, so did all of kindergarten on Zoom. So it's just like what? Yeah, it's tough, man. It's really tough. It's really tough. One thing I'll say about when we go back to in person professors, man. Kill the icebreakers, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, just read the syllabus and let us. Icebreakers like, on Zoom got is time crazy. For all that, bro. Like, yeah, icebreakers on Zoom, bro. Because people don't even turn on their mics and cameras and stuff, so that's not even like. It's the worst when you get put in a breakout room and you're the only one talking. I hated the breakout room. <laughs> I was never the only one talking. I hated the breakout room. Yeah, like, with a passion. But I was never the only one talking. I'll tell you that right now. I would. I would definitely be the kind of girl who just had my photo up and mute camera mm -hmm. off. Don't talk to me. Yeah, I, I was. I was the same way as you. And like there's certain professors that just like they be so butthurt when you don't have your camera on. 
that I can't stand either. This professor I'm about to have at 11. <laughs> Me and Suzette know exactly who we're talking about. Yo, no. Well, I- actually, no, no, no. Well, never mind. I had a professor in the fall who literally was like every class she would get mad because I had my camera off and I'm like, ma'am, I have social anxiety. I didn't use Zoom. Like I didn't have Zoom classes until fall because like when we went in spring, I had I think like the spring, like COVID spring. I only had one class that still wanted to like meet and it was on Blackboard Collab. So like she just like presented to us and we just had to be like there. And sometimes she would ask us to type in the chat to like prove we're there, but Zoom was yeah definitely different. I started off a camera guy, and then I was just like screw it. But yeah, I'm kind of glad. I'm glad just because hopefully we get back to some type of normalcy, and hopefully people's mindsets I guess go back to normal. But at the same time, I'm not just because I I got used to just being yeah, comfortable and doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, we're gonna definitely have to get used to actually doing work in class, yeah. like this is school or something. Nerve, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for keeping it 100. Um, rest in peace to Zoom school or to Zoom University and the crib university is yeah, no more. The crib university, yep, say it again. The crib university is no more. And here's <laughs> to what? Here's getting to being, back to normal and actually yeah. having a actually normal education. Yeah, yeah, making a degree worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any Zoom classes next semester or just on? I have an async class, but all my other classes are in person. Yeah, me Same. too. Oh my god, we're triplets. Uh, I don't want to be related to y'all. Well, you'd be honored. <laughs> yeah, it's your yeah, first day and last show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Vaughn knows who we're calling. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're transferred to. Anyway. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Anyway, when we come back, Jay, we're getting some new music. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about uh oh man, new DJ Khaled album, new music from Billy. Did you I listen laughs. to it? Yeah, I listened. The to whole. It. Unfortunately, I listened to some of it. I heard some of it. Um, but yeah, new Khaled, new Billy Eyelash, new Willow Smith, and more. I never thought I would hear those three names in a sentence. Me neither. Mm-hmm. And let's get into a new music Monday. So after the break, don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Vont League, Justice, Greg, and Suzette. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, it's Monday. That means we're going to get into some new music. Um... Where you want to? Where you want to start? Um, we're gonna be talking about um, DJ Khaled's new album that he dropped this weekend. Um, we have a little preview from the song "Sorry Not Sorry" featuring Jay Z, Nas, and James Fauntleroy. I um. Oh, I, I, I'll share it after the clip. DJ Khaled. Hear ye, hear ye. Only kings stand near me. Silicon Valley money mixed with Henny. That's a Fendi. Half a century almost. Slice the green like a lawnmower. Till we all on. Never fall off. Hear a boss talk. You don't hear me. That's your loss. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Yo, I think, I feel like rappers like need a cutoff for like what age they should stop rapping, bro. Yeah, they be doing too much. Nah, but the video for this, like, you see Jay-Z at the beginning of it, and, like, I just, I can't take him seriously. There's videos for these? Yeah, there's a, for this song, I think there's a uh-huh. video. I don't know about all of them, but for this one, there's a video, and, like, uh, Jay-Z at the beginning of it, I'm like, I can't take that man seriously no more after he got, you know, he cost a lot of his hands. <laughs> so, how much of this album did y'all hear? Um, I've heard this song. I've heard the song that he did with Cardi. Um, I haven't really listened to my else. That was the third song I heard. I heard the Cardi one, this one, and the one with uh, her and I think Migos. Yeah, I heard like half of it. Khaled is is truly a menace to society. I feel like he does not even. You know, what? I, I feel like he don't even try to make good music. I feel like he just tries to throw the biggest artist possible on and one song throw, and throw DJ Khaled. Because like, it. if you look at some of the songs, like why is Justin Bieber? 
and 21 well, Savage on a song. And together. Justin Timberlake. It, I, I it went, makes no sense. I found that out Wednesday that that album was dropping. And then like the per- who I, I was at work and uh, one of my coworkers started reading off like the like the features. And I was like, what? Yeah, bro. Like <laughs> He just be throwing people together and it's like, all right, sing. <laughs> Big Sean A. Boogie. Like, <laughs> don't Why? even care how it sounds. Just be on And throw some Rick Ross on there, too. Why not? <laughs> With like, Migos. Anyone. Migos and her. Why? On, on a song. Why? I don't understand it. I feel like he'd just be in the studio like, you know what would be, you know what would sound trash? <laughs> Honestly, bro, like. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, bro. Nazi. Who is this James Fauntleroy character? I've, I've heard of James, James Fauntleroy. James Fauntleroy is good. It's just like, again, you just throwing names in there. Like, like, like I, feel, some, I feel like if Vaughn. Gotta get some B-list. I feel like if Vaughn would have put up to the studio, he would have been on that song. Like, Tyler would be like, you get a feature. You get a feature. You all get a feature. Honestly, bro, like, it's just, Cal needs to stop. I think that, um, this is smart. It's smart, but. Who knows? He knows how to keep the royalties coming in. Mm-hmm. 100%. And he's like, you know what? We're going to share the wealth. Khaled, you need to be stopped, bro. I'm telling you, I'm going to put out an album soon. Mind you, it's a self-titled album. All his all his freaking albums are self-titled. It was Khaled and it was like DJ Khaled Presents, DJ Khaled and Assad or some something mm-hmm. like that. Khaled, Khaled. Khaled, Khaled, Khaled Square. going to be DJ, DJ. You, does he even yeah. actually rap? No, he's he just produces albums, right? I don't even know if he does that. I think he just puts the tag on there. Honestly, I we don't know. Like, what we does he know. do? The, the only thing that another I, one. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's Vaughn just did. What he does. Sign <laughs> <laughs> me. Honestly, he just be on Snapchat wilding out. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he do? I feel bad. Whoever has him on Snapchat, you think you can put out a better album, Jay, or a better a better track? Yeah, 100%. if you could spit some right now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not gonna rap right now, but. If you give me some time, the amount of time that he spent on this, I can make a better album. Than this. You know, he put this together in like a day. <laughs> DJ Khaled going uh, our our career is going to depend on DJ Khaled soon. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. He gonna be like, y'all talking about my album? Gonna be like, and now it's time for Morning Commute, another one. <laughs> <laughs> all that's all we need to do, and then we'll just have um. Uh, we'll be signed to a, a real station. Honestly, facts. Or a major station. Just disrespected, bro. Major radio. station. Okay. Excuse me. A major station. <laughs> like a real, like in the in the major markets. What I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also have Billie Eilish drops a new song this weekend. She also was on the cover of Vogue. I would just like to address that. Um, you're gonna play a, a snippet of Your Power by Billie Eilish. Not me. The producers. Producers. Yeah, that definitely sounds like everything else she's put out, but she had them things on uh, on Instagram, so it's, it's okay. I already know okay. that this is going to be a TikTok okay. sound. <laughs> I already know girls on TikTok are going to use this when their man breaks up with them. Bro, like, like looking out the window? Yeah. What's, what's the difference between this and the last song she put out? Facts. There's nothing. But like, I feel like her fan base, or the, the reason why I feel like she's an attractive artist at this point is not because of her music, because honestly, like, I really don't, I don't mess with her music at all, but like, what she does outside of her music, like, she's like a style icon. Yeah, I feel like a big, a big thing with her is her, her aesthetic her, and stuff like that, not so much her music. As I much think as also her, her age. I want to believe. Her yeah, age. Yeah, like you know, that too, you know. Yeah. The youth, you know. Um, or 18, one of those two. No, she's uh, she was born in 2001. Okay. 
We got we got we got Billy Billy Eilish fan club over here. Mm. Uh-huh. Are you part of the Taylor Swift fan club too? No. I used to be when I was in middle school. <laughs> she wears shorts. But as far as the image, like like her style, this is the, what is it, Vogue? Vanity Fair? What is it? Vogue. Vogue. That cover is different than anything Billie Eilish has been known to wear as well, though. Like. That's, like, Billie Eilish has never worn anything, worn anything revealing. I like it, just 100%. Just like, trust me, I'd know. <laughs> I like it 100% what she's done. I just, I'd like, and the blonde like hair on her looks really. <laughs> okay. The blonde hair what? on her looks really good. But, like, the bangs, bro. What is that? Like, have you seen her bangs? I didn't. I didn't. They're like curly and like stuck up under her head. And <laughs> I'm like, this just is what are you doing? <laughs> he said, I saw them bangs, not the bangs. <laughs> I was like, I was distracted. Stop so. let, let me stop objectifying so her. You're degrading women, object- yeah. yeah. Let me stop object- objectifying her. Um, the song was mid. Let's talk about the music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but... Um, but yeah, I think I, she dropped an album. I feel like music-wise, yeah, wise, she dropped. I think at the end of July, I believe. She's definitely an overrated music like artist. She ain't deserve all them Grammys last year or the year before. And it was this yeah, year. I said the same year. thing. She ain't last none of them Grammys. Bro, I'm not saying she's not talented. I do just agree that she's a bit overrated. Like other people are also in the game, and it's not just about Billie Eilish. Yeah, man, bro. Leave the words for Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> okay. We also have some Willow Smith. Oh, yo, I've missed her her music. Um, this is Transparent Soul featuring Travis Barker. Producer. I know a boy just like you. He's a snake just like you. Such a fake just like you. But I can see the true transparent soul. Did not miss Willow Smith either. I like that. Sorry. It's giving very much Avril Lavigne, but I'm here for it 100%. No, nah, it definitely is. I, 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 I feel Avril Lavigne. I, I I like that, bro. I don't know. Like, I, I've been getting into, like, rock music lately. Um, I thought, why is that funny? I can't listen to other genres. Because you know what I'm going to play next then. No, d- d- <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just look, look, look. Oh. Not all rock music, but um, I thought this was good. I, I was like good. it. I really like it, like especially after she did the visual things for it. Like I really like this. I mean, I've always like liked Willow's music. She does really good. Like her music is great. She has a collab song with SZA that's really good. Yeah, true, true. Yo, that mm. maybe this is just me, because um, I do feel like I mean, well, not feel like this is true. Everybody has there's growth, <laughs> there's evolution. That's all gonna happen. But um, I just don't. How did we go from like whip my hair to this? Well, she was like eight years old when she did that. Too. Yeah, she's that's what I'm, uh, I don't know. People, people change. And exploring her artistic abilities, bro. And you, you know, know her and Jaden are extremely creative and different. <laughs> you know, um, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely a different direction that we didn't expect from her. But um. I, I'm like I'm happy to see what she's I'm like excited to see what else she comes out with because her music has always been good like she don't miss yeah we've seen people transition from hip hop to uh to other genres Justin like Bieber MGK. yeah that's a good example Justin Bieber went from what pop to like um like R and B for a bit now he's doing like uh, alternative hip hop type stuff and Justin Bieber like taps into rap and stuff too Taylor Swift was a full on country artist and now she does like pop and like you know whatever else she does <laughs> yeah man don't act like you don't know she, she went from she went from talking about her ex on the farm. Talk about her ex you in know, the city. In the city. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting for her hip hop album. She went from Bobby Lou to Steve. You think Taylor Swift could rap? Nah. I think she got um, some bars in her. Low key. I think that's why she's getting all these Grammys as a country artist, and then she's gonna pop out with the with the rap, and y'all gonna be like, "Whoa!" Speaking of, bro, I'm next. Uh, in the next twenty minutes, we're going back in the headlines, and we're uh, we're gonna talk about the Billboard Music nominations, bro. I have to talk to you about some of these nominations. Yeah, I'm 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 not even ready for that. But some of these nominations are crazy. I'll tell you this though. 
let's say let's say hypothetically taylor swift was like you know what i do want to put out a hip-hop album no matter how it sounds it would win a grammy one thousand percent would win a grammy and she'd probably be regarded as like the greatest rapper of all time do you remember female when, artist of all time honestly do you remember like you better than nikki honestly do you remember when uh bill uh, not billy alice taylor swift put out um a cover of Earth, of september by earth wind and fire Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That was it was ridiculous. Hold on. Can the producers pull it up? Let's see. But in the meantime, I think that um this is I Taylor Swift has been around forever. Like we grew up with kind of with Taylor Swift, but I still think this is the beginning for her and like she still has a couple lanes that she's trying to go down. Yeah, she's been in the game for a couple for like 10 years. I feel like she still has a very long career ahead of her. So, all right, let's see what the producers got. Do you remember why is there, <laughs> it's not a banjo. Why is there a banjo in this song? But wait a minute. Wait till it gets to the chorus. Alright, producer, fast forward real quick. There's no bass in this song at all. That's disgusting. She sound like she got corona. She nasty out here. Charles Taylor Swift, man. Yeah. Legend. She did black music. Just She made it her own. Yeah. Speaking of black music, we got some other rumored music coming out soon, too. Right, Suzette? Uh, yeah. Supposedly, um, J. Cole's dropping a mixtape. Do um, you have anything on that? Yeah, he posted on a story. Uh, he was like, all oh, the off-season's done. Two weeks. So, supposedly, in two weeks, we're getting uh, his, his awaited mixtape. This is a pretty season. long off-season. Bro, he's captain, bro. Like, I don't trust J. Cole. I don't trust J. Cole. J. Cole be lying. <laughs> Especially when it comes to dropping music. Um, you playing with your feelings? <laughs> too much, bro. Because I need some new Cole. And also, uh, we also got some new music coming from TDE. Um, on TDE's IG, they posted uh, the date May 7th. You know, so someone from TDE is dropping on May 7th. That's Friday. Yeah, everyone is saying, oh, is it Kendrick? Nah, is it SZA? I feel like it's SZA. Isaiah Rashad, it's not gonna, it's gonna be reason. It's nah. gonna be someone you don't care about. I feel like it's SZA because she dropped an album at the beginning of the year, or not, dropped a, a single for Christmas and has been doing stuff like on the low. Like she's been on Twitter, she was in the studio on TikTok, like dropping like, you know, snippets of songs. Like she's definitely dropping an album sometime soon. That would be great if it was SZA, but I don't, again, it goes back to not trusting these artists, they lie. Like, I mean, she ain't say she was dropping an album. So, I mean, is she really lying? Yeah, true, true. But with TDE, bro, we ain't like, calling her a truther. <laughs> people sign to TDE and like retire. Like, they just don't drop music anymore. So, I'm signed to TDE. You, you, you I believe it because you don't have music out. <laughs> yes, I do. Let me hear it. Bet. <laughs> but before he plays his heat, no, um, <laughs> come on, I was ready. I'm about to oh, you ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Good. All right, hold on. You, <laughs> we're best friends like friends should be. When I date your mom, then I take her to prom. That's my album. That's just a sneak preview, though. Why did you just blow out our eardrums like that? I'd rather listen to that than Khaled Khaled, honestly. But would you listen to that or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Like, she's trash, but, like, that was that was bad. I'm I support sorry. my friends, honestly. I'm going to be the friend. Earth, wind, and fire. I'm going to be the friend that you can always come to to give you an honest opinion. <laughs> I think that was fire, bro. I think you have a real career. Mm. But, um, 
Um, Tory Lanez announced that <laughs> Suzette he, don't support young black artists. Facts. You the one coming at Willow. Uh, Tory Lanez. I am black. Let's just finish this, bro. Yeah. This, this is going on yeah. long enough. Enough <laughs> with the slander. Tory Lanez announced that he's putting out an album with Chris Brown and uh, people who are abusers. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's been saying on Twitter. You know, um, I be women. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's two people who are known for abusing women in different ways. So uh should be some misogynistic. All they need is some future. great misogynistic music for offset. the summer. Future but, offset Chris Brown and Tory Lanez. They'll probably be features, you know. I'm with it. Not the Amen. no, they gotta put Quavo on there too. The whole Migos. Everybody. Nah, Huncho don't be doing nothing. He be falling off. He doesn't he, who is Huncho? True. Bro. Um, would you rather now you asked me if uh about Taylor Swift if she did a hip hop album. Do you feel like and if she could rap? <laughs> Would she you rather? She's gonna sign a TDE Records, drop one album, and then never come back. I, Taylor, Taylor Swift as a rapper or New Day and Age Chance? Because I know you, rapper? Chance, you, you don't really like the new Chance. All right. Um, for me, I'd, I'd probably still listen to Chance. With Chance's music now, I just feel like there's like nothing special about it. If Taylor Swift rapped, it would be bad. Like, <laughs> not good. Like, get this off the air. You don't know. My I do know. The baby. Bad. I mean, not I the baby. What's her name? Danny Lay. I don't no. know why I said the baby. Danny Lay and the baby are nowhere near I don't know, the I don't know why I said the baby. They, they dated. But, um. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Isn't she pregnant now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't if it's, We don't know if it's his. This probably is. The baby's baby. <laughs> the I don't, baby, I don't baby. even know what's going on anymore, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, we need that Taylor Swift hip hop album expeditiously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the moral of the story. Y'all are just gonna go <laughs> produced by DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking it up. Yeah. Anyway, that was the Music Monday. Let us know what y'all think. <laughs> tell us if you tweet us at CommuteBNR and tell us if you uh, want the Taylor Swift hip hop album. Yeah. Up next, y'all, uh, we got headlines, Jay. Oh yeah, we're gonna be talking about the Billboard nominations. Uh, more news on Dr. Dre's messy divorce and uh, Wendy Williams talk uh, and more. That's my queen. Let's yeah. get into Wendy. Or let's get in the headlines when we come back after the break. And let's listen to Justin Bieber. It's not hip hop, but we got headlines on the way. So keep it locked. Happy Monday, Rise and Shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew: Vont Leak, Justice, Greg, and Suzak. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Today is what? Monday 3rd? It's May. May 3rd. Yes. It is May, bro. It Tomorrow's is May. May the 4th. Be with you. <laughs> and then Single de Mayo. And also with you. Single de Mayo. Single de Mayo. I'm trying to get lit. Word. What's the wave, y'all? What are we doing on Thursday? Wednesday? That's Wednesday. Uh, sleeping? Yeah, honestly, probably. Turning in that final. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. probably. <laughs> I told you, Tuesday, I'm done school. Wednesday, I'm sleeping. 1,000. Word. Well, Yo, that now I have a final on Friday, bro. Why, 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 my, why did my professor do that to me? Yeah, that's pretty disrespectful. Yeah, I'm not doing that. They're not like making it live until Friday. No, it's not live. It's Friday from two, eleven to two, and I work until one. Oh well, it's a dub for me. Yeah, it, it's done <laughs> up for you. But uh, anyway. Oh, we, we, we got headlines, Mont? Yes, sir. So the Billboard Music Award nominations came out last week. And compared to the Grammys, things are looking up for the weekend. Uh, he's nominated for 16 different categories, including top artists, top male artists, top 100, top, excuse me, top hot 100 artists, uh, top radio songs artists, top R&B artists, and more. Uh, 
now sorry <laughs> the baby uh he's i guess he follows up he has 11 nominations with double nominations in two of the same categories uh, yeah other nomination uh, or excuse me other nominees include gabby barrett uh she has a song with charlie puth uh there's not she has nine nominations um dua lipa pop smoke juice world doja cat sweetie cardi b uh yeah so there's a lot of people up for nominations um morgan wallen actually he is up for six nominations. <laughs> I know Justin. We talked about uh, him a couple weeks ago. Morgan, Morgan Wallen. For those who don't guy. remember, for those who don't remember, he's the white country music singer uh, who got caught on camera screaming the N word a couple months ago. Um, an official from Billboard released a statement saying. Morgan Wallen is a finalist this year based on charting. As his recent conduct does not align with our core values, we will not be including him in the show in any capacity. That means performing, presenting, or accepting. Wow. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What if he like wins though? He's gonna be like Morgan Wallen. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up next. Yeah. No, they're gonna be like Morgan Wallen was supposed to win this, but nah. Well, no. He, I mean, he could still win. They because obviously he's nominated, but he just won't be there. So, um, I wanted to talk to y'all because I wanted to go over some of these categories with you guys and just some of the uh, nominees. So. Let me see. We'll, we go through some of these. Top male artist is Drake, as you can assume. Juice World, Lil Baby, Pop Smoke, The Weeknd. Top female artist, <laughs> the notable Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift. Uh, Dua Lipa, Meg Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande. Um, those are expected. Yeah, I'm trying to. F- I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to scroll through. See. Oh, there was. Here is one that I wanted to discuss with you. Top R&B artist, The Weeknd, Doja Cat, Chris Brown, Janae. Say her last name. Ayoko. I never say it. Ayoko. Okay. And Justin Bieber. Who of those sing R&B except for, like, Chris Brown? Like, actual r and I don't think any of them are R&B. They're not, like, actual R&B artists. So, like, what are they doing? The Weekend is definitely pop. I don't know what Doja Cat is, but it's not R&B. The Weekend um, is al- alternative hip-hop at Doja best. Cat is kind of, like, okay, R&B on. pop-ish. Eh. Let me ask she's more pop than R&B, though. What the hell is alternative hip-hop? Tell me that. Because... I feel like that's something new people have created. Just like if someone th- if something's black but it's not rap, they just want to call it alternative hip hop. Like, I f- I How like- is Weekend any type of hip hop? He's singing. How is that alternative hip hop? Because I don't feel like it's pop. Because I feel like pop has a lot of like upbeat like stuff, whereas a lot of his music isn't. Blinding lights isn't pop. No, that one definitely is. Not saying that all of his music like not. Saying all of his music is an alternative hip hop, but he does have a lot of songs that fall into that category. I don't know what alternative hip hop is though. Like that's something new. It's like Chance the Rapper, Common, like a tribe called Quest. But what does the weekend have to do with that? No, oh, I, I, I never heard said Heartless. That. Yeah, but that's that. That's what Common. No, what? Heartless by the Weeknd. I feel I like know. that's an alternative hip hop song. That's com- like you just said Common, like Brockhampton, right? Yeah. The weekend is he's singing. Yeah. Well, I don't know who's 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 saying that he falls in alternative hip hop. That's who's I just said that. Oh. Not all. I just don't know what alternative hip hop like, is. I feel like him as an artist overall falls into that category more than he does for like you know R and B. I think it's oh. more just like underground or like B list hip hop. You know, like you said, hip hop that's not mainstream hip hop, but still like um, hip hop that's not rap. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All I know is. Uh, none of them are really R&B, but Chris Brown. Um, yeah, Justin Bieber is probably gonna win. Uh, top <laughs> top R&B male artist Justin Bieber, Chris Brown, The Weeknd. Top female top R&B female artist SZA, Doja Cat, Janae Aiko. Um, you can assume the top three for top rap female artists. SZA dropped like one song. Okay, but she's good. Put Beyonce in there. Kanye, Why not? Kanye. Put Rihanna in there. Why not? <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye and um and uh 
who else just Kanye just won Grammys and he hasn't released music since what twenty? Well, he hasn't. He won Grammys for an album that came out twenty nineteen. So SZA hasn't dropped an album since twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay, but she's been dropping singles since then, and she's been doing collabs and stuff. Why is her not in there? That's a good question. SZA dropped one song. Um, I'm trying to see where her is nominated. If I think Kalani should win though. If Kalani's album was, was Kalani's fired. not even. I don't even see. She's her not reviews. nominated. That's foul. But SZA is nominated for one song. Um, or, like, no like, Summer Walker. Summer Walk. Uh, I'm not seeing. Summer At least Walker. she dropped music. Her music is good, but like. Who's that? I, I'm sure you can assume. Um, who's nominated for? Oh, I already know. He got top. all the all the all the nominations. Who? Bad Bunny. Oh, I was gonna say. I'm sure you can assume who's nominated for top Latin male artist. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny he got, got all the nominations. He's been killing the game. Who else? Probably J Balvin, right? J Bal. Oh wait, hold on. Where is it? Uh, Dua Lipa gotta be in there. Top top Latin male artist J Balvin, Bad Bunny, Osuna. Top Latin female artist Becky G, Carol G, and Rosalia. And then top top Latin artist overall is Anuel. A, what is it? AA or Double A? I just it's Anuel. I don't. Anuel, say Bad Bunny, Maluma, Osuna, and J, J Balvin. I love how they don't got no like Jay Cortez, no, you know, any of the other like lesser known artists that still drop fire music and do fire collabs with people. Like that's foul. They really just not do nothing for the Latin. This is the audience. Billboard Awards though. That's that's the, we I hold think them it's, to it's a little bit charts, high, but we it's solely do, on charts. I feel like we do hold them to a higher standard than because it's not just like uh, the Grammys. Appreciate like, the Billboard Awards or like Latin music. The Billboard Awards. <laughs> yeah, we hold Latin artists higher than the Grammys. <laughs> no, yeah, the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, because they're li- they're less biased. Like I feel like the Grammys, they really is just a game of favoritism, and like who they feel like they can like t- rightfully support as opposed to who actually deserves to win. Yeah. Um. Top song sales artists: BTS, Meg, The Weeknd, Justin Bieber, and Morgan Wallen. Which is crazy. The fact that Morgan Wallen falls in that category because his, I don't think. The reason why he I don't blew think up is bef- because of that. I don't incident. think he would have been in this category had that incident not happened because his sales spiked like when all that happened. It was like, oh, he's racist. We got to stream him. Pretty much. You think he's going to win? Nah. I don't think he's going to win, but the fact that he's nominated across the board for like well, multiple awards is kind of crazy. Who else is in that category? Uh, in what did I just say? What category was that? Those top streaming songs artists. Oh no, top so- so- song sales is J- Justin Bieber, BTS. BTS might take it because they got snubbed at the at the Grammys, The Weeknd and Meg. I think either, I, I think either BTS or The Weeknd would probably take it. Mm-hmm. The Weeknd was nominated for like nineteen awards or something like that. Right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Top R and B album: Kalani, uh, Doja Cat, Chris Brown and Young Thug, Janae Oko, and The Weeknd. He's not R&B Like why are they Nominating yeah. him for R&B Like that's not at all What he does That's the best album there though But Probably that or Keelani I'd say Should win Yeah I'm glad they got um Juice World and Pop Smoke In a lot of these In a lot of these categories mm-hmm. Yeah Pop Smoke's album Deserves to be there mm-hmm. Pop Smoke gonna be Drumming music for like years Top radio song And we'll move on I'm sorry Top radio song would be The Gabby Bear Excuse me The Gabby Barrett And Charlie Puth song Which I don't think I've ever heard It's called I Hope um, Go Crazy by Chris Brown and Young Thug Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa Adore You by Harry Styles and Blinding Lights um, Is there anything else significant on here? What? Blinding Lights had a hold on 2020, bro mm-hmm. That song was a bop of the but year But so did the Harry Styles song so. I don't know, I don't listen to Harry Styles it's, it's just good to see The weekend, you know, get his flowers now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's been so slept on for mad long. It's just by the, by the Grammys, yeah, but... Hey, speaking of getting their flowers, 
Well, oh, that, I was supposed to, okay. Wendy one? Williams. Oh. Oh, I wasn't, that, that's not. I was not catching I was trying to help though. you. I was trying to help. All right. Is that what you want to talk about next? Can, I mean, continue. I mean, okay. Do whatever we, we, you want to do. We can go to that one. Um, So... <laughs> Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez recently went on Vaunt's favorite program, Bro, you just, the Wendy Williams show, and uh, they had a very interesting exchange. I hope the producers get this clip right, because there's two. I'm, I'm an accomplished woman, and I just feel like every time I come to your show, you don't give me those flowers now, you know? And you're, Wendy, you're 35 years my, my city. Ow, yeah. I should... I should, I should get those flowers Shame. by you. I should feel, I should feel, I should feel wanted by people like you. Not just me, all the other young girls. You are, are you are wanted by me. I always say that you're very we entertaining. Feel, we, and but we feel, we feel, we feel like you be trying us. We feel like you don't be really rooting for us. You know, we feel like, and especially with me, every time I come on your show, you always want to compare me to another broad. I don't need to be compared. I've, I've made my own brand. I'm, I've. Is there another clip? Yeah. Oh. Come on, producer. <laughs> well. I shine so bright like a star. You do. Other people, them other people are so dull. We don't you, even know who they are. You do. You know, it's not just your looks. It's also your personality. You know, you've got a very unique way of, of delivering your message. And, uh, and you embrace you know, and you not, not more unique than the one you do. Well, the you well that's message. why I have the number one show, and you can be number two. Yeah! See, that that was it wasn't that shady though. Like, what is the reason for all of that? Swanee like, Williams. Yeah, but I like that's part of the reason I don't like daytime television because they're all just about being catty mm, at each other. Like shots fired. No, shots like, fired at rumor report. There's no reason. For, <laughs> there's no reason for that. Like, if someone has said something to you about the way that you made them feel, like just apologize and be like my fault and move on, like an adult. I don't have an opinion. I mean, I kind of yeah, think we well, already. You know have it. an opinion, bro. I want. I want to. This. This is why I, I. We talking about this right now. I want to hear your opinion. I just. I, I agree with Suzette. I mean, if if the, one, I don't think this should have been hashed out on the air. But I mean, it, that takes balls. So I guess like salute to Jocelyn Hernandez. Um, Wendy Williams does have. Wendy Williams has made her career off of throwing people's business in the limelight. For that reason, I don't know why some people continue to feed Wendy Williams their business or include her in these types of things because anything you tell Wendy Williams is there's no such thing as like between me and you. It's all public information, uh, uh, public access, I guess. That, that, that's all I really have to say. I, I, I don't know what um, Wendy Williams needs to retire. That's it. I think I disagree with y'all in this. I, I agree that she probably does need to retire. I'm not a fan of her work and her show, but in this situation, she's just trying to interview Jocelyn, and Jocelyn came with the the smoke for no reason. Like, yeah, that's why I said she should have said that. Like, should have yeah. been off air. I do agree with yeah. that, but I mean, I'm, I I commend her for like. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. For a closed mouth to doesn't get fed. Like, so. yeah, yeah, Jocelyn shouldn't have you know came at her crazy on air, but like she said what she said on air too. Yeah. So yeah. a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Well, I can't even really say that though, because Wendy Williams, the people be trying to live their lives, and Wendy Williams be throwing their business out there. Word. That's what I just, I just. Wendy Good Williams point. has made her entire career like off of throwing people's like information out there. Good when point. she started in, in radio in the '90s, and she's still doing it to this day, and she's in her fifties. It's a good point. So she should know better. She's a grown woman. <sighs> Unfortunately, speaking of should know better. 
Where are we at now? <laughs> where are we going? You're, you're, you're oh, just... speaking of knowing better, Kodak Black. Is that where we're going? Yeah. I don't. Okay, sorry. That's the last show. Listen, <laughs> it's been a long semester. Kodak Black, he pled guilty to first degree assault and battery charges last Wednesday. He originally. Uh, was charged with first-degree criminal sexual conduct in South Carolina for an incident that happened back five years ago. That's creepy. That's weird to think about. Five years ago, it was 2016. Mm. Best summer in the world, though. So, uh, second best for me. Or I guess in the top three. But anyway, um, he was sentenced to 46 months in prison on a federal weapon charge, but Trump granted him a commutation, uh, which is like a pardon, or is a pardon. Um, however, the sexual assault case was brought up on the state level, which trumps <laughs> trumps a, par- a presidential pardon. So after pleading guilty last week, Kodak, uh, after pleading guilty last week uh, to a lesser charge, Kodak was sentenced to 18 months probation. Hold up. Only Trump, probation? Re- Trump really per- pardoned this man? Yeah. And he pardoned uh, Lil Wayne. And who else? There's one more person. You know who? Yo, I just can't get over um, Joe Exotic thinking he was about to get a pardon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Free Joe Exotic. <laughs> but, um... I mean, why does he only get 18 months of probation like he, for sexual assault? Yeah. Shouldn't it be more? Kodak Black is a menace to society. For I real. don't love his music to the point where I need him free. You think everybody's a menace to society, huh? No, but I think that are, Khaled is. Aren't you Kodak a supervillain? Aren't you a menace to society? I am. And I know when... It, it takes oh, one so to know one. Your counterparts, yeah. yeah it takes one to know one. You're all in the alliance. Um, I am not alliance with this <laughs> heathen right here, Kodak. No, nah, but it's He just needs like, to be locked up. This ain't the first time he's done something like this. It's not. He, th- he r- literally exposed himself to the whole internet on live. Not that, yo, I told Von about this and he didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I feel like we don't really pay attention. Yeah, explain dudes, this. Dudes, yeah. dudes have I, I don't the, really the look, things out. Yeah, I don't okay. really, I don't, I don't keep those memories in my mind. Okay, so basically I think this is like in 2018, he had just got out of jail. And he was on Instagram Live in the shower for some reason. I have no clue why. And As he, one does. <laughs> and then he dropped his phone. And there's a video of him being like, and then you can see his whole like. So his, it was just like. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. It was so oh, funny. And it, the internet was clowning him because he, um, you know, was not very well endowed. It was not what? He was not very well endowed. Yeah, the shrimpy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Kodak. Um. <laughs> But in other Kodak news, whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in other, in other news, let's just move on, bro. Wait, let's no, I was going to ask, Um, I don't remember. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I don't is, remember. This, um, uh, Dr. Dre's ex-wife, Nicole, is asking for nearly $2 million to cover her expenses, uh, saying that she needs $100,000 a month for her mortgage, $900,000 a month in entertainment, and she laid out uh, some other costs, you know, for her monthly necessities as well, claiming she needs $135,000 a month for clothes, $20,000 a month for her cell phone, email, and telephone. As one does. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. And on top of that, the judge has now ordered Dr. Dre to pay her lawyer fees, which add up to, conveniently, $500,000. I mean... That I actually believe, you know, because if, if if she is getting all this money, her lawyers must be great. Um, Nicole previously claimed that she unwillingly signed um, a prenup amid pressure from Dr. Dre. Um, she also claimed that Dr. Dre, who's valued at one um, around one billion dollars, ripped up the prenup a few years ago into their marriage, which he is denying. Nicole also alleges that Dr. Dre. Uh, has a history of violence and coerce. How do you say coercion? Coercive. Yeah, control oh. on her. Um, I'm sorry, it's early. We were on the same page. It's early, bro. Um, 
but uh yeah but both were uh during their marriage um dr dre man sorry what to say like he signed the prenup and still has to pay Mm -hmm. i mean but she also doesn't hasn't she helped build his career throughout their entire marriage like hasn't she contributed to a lot of his success that's not to say she doesn't he doesn't owe her anything but like Nine hundred thousand a month in entertainment. Suzette, I don't believe that honestly. No, I'm not saying that she's asking. What she's asking for is reasonable because, bro, why do you need two million dollars? What do you need that for? She said she needed nine hundred thousand in entertainment a month. She needed twenty k in COVID. She said she needed twenty k for her cell phone, mail, and telephone. What are you? What are you buying? It's ridiculous, honestly. Like. I don't but I don't even what believe- is in mail? What does that mean? In mail? I don't know. I don't in know. mail? You pay your uh, post or the, the, what is it called? Your, your- Mailman? But, but what what did she really contribute though to, to warrant all that money? Like without her, the chronic would still be out. Beats would still be a thing. I don't think that she was the mastermind behind all that. So I don't understand I mean, but why you don't she- don't know. I do know. I know. I know. Another menace. I know. Another menace. <laughs> she is a, another. There's a list of menaces to society. It's Khaled, Kodak, and Nicole. That, that's that's the list. Nicole. Yeah. What? I don't, yeah. yeah Whoever her last yeah. name is. Nicole. Nicole Young, right? I mean, I, I mean, if it just says he gotta pay. He gotta pay. But like, I don't think he should be paying that much money. Like, I get he should upkeep her after the marriage because she was used to a certain lifestyle or whatever, you know, BS they be saying to get them to get money. But, like, $2 million a month? Like, it's that is bread. It is a lot. Oh, I see the problem. What? Nicole Young is a Sag. All right. Mm-hmm. What's her birthday? No, I'm playing. <laughs> she's not a Sag. It's close. She's close, though. It's uh, New Year's. What was that Capricorn? Yeah, she oh. got, she bought her money. Okay, or she was just born in January. Yeah, <laughs> she was born on New Year's Day. <laughs> I don't appreciate the signs. I just don't understand what, what 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 do these signs mean? You just seem to know everything about astrology, but like I've taken the time to research and understand. What's your sign, Vaughn? He's a Leo. So what does that mean? He a Leo. So what does that mean, though? Um, he's prideful. He's very heartfelt, loving individual. Um, is a. Mm. You know, likes to be the center of attention. Is your dad the same way? 100%. So, sorry, right, I'm a Gemini. What does that mean? Evil. All right, Evil. so... Two all right, you know what? Honestly, that's, that's kind of true, yeah. actually. All right, so I'm not going to tell on. you... I'm not going to tell you Seabass's birthday. Expl- He's a Pisces. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to... Let me see. Who's, who else is... Okay. Art. Mm, he gives me Aquarius vibes, but also, like, something that's... Um, mm. Is he a Gemini? Or I'm he, not going to tell you. I want you to describe he, him first. He definitely has to be an air sign based on the way that he acts. He's very aloof and like likes to poke and prod and make you annoying. Ooh, mm, he's definitely a Gemini. 100% a Gemini. All right, give me your top three choices or your top three th- thoughts of what he is, what sign he is. He's a Gemini. 100%. You said you just said Gemini. You said Aquarius. And what else? And give me one more. He can one either be guess. a Gemini or a Libra because Aquarius don't, aren't that problematic. He's a Capricorn. Are you oh, serious? You don't know anything. Debunked. <laughs> Zodiac signs yep. don't exist, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Or Suzette's just, just, just dumb. <laughs> one of one the, of the right. two. You know what? Yeah. Stop coming for me. But no, like, in a chart, like, you can see different things. Like, there are also different aspects or, in there. It's not just your sun sign. Or you can just know somebody and then be like, oh, yeah, they have these tendencies. Mm. Yeah, but it's not necessarily meant to be accurate. Because the way you to... be doing it too, and I guess all people that do the zodiac astrology thing, they be like, "Oh, this is a cap. Uh, this is a what is it? Oh, you have a sun sign, you have a moon sign, you have a, like a, a what is mm-hmm. it? Earth, wind, earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> <It's not> like <laughs> so, there's a bunch of different things, and they all mean like, 
listen i feel like astrology isn't meant to be taken like super literally but it's a really good tool for you to work on yourself and be aware of the pitfalls that you may have as a person well i think you need to go back to astrology school because art's birthday is january 3rd oh he's a little capricorn so yeah that's all we got for headlines guys when we come back let's dispute Let's argue for the last uh, for the last show. And Suzette's first show. Let's talk about it. Jay, um, you want to give the context of the clip? Yeah. So uh, Steve Harvey, uh, do you have the clip, producers? No. Let's just, let's just let's just hear the clip. I mean, it's a blessing, true enough. But really, it was just me sitting down being honest. I talk, all of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm I'm incapable of that. Why? And, what do you mean? Well, because you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't. I don't really have female friends because look. Okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> right here. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There's some guy somewhere saying, "Yeah, I'm. We're friends." No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor. And trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack (laughs) the moment he gets the opportunity. Whoa. (laughs) He gonna slide? (laughs) So yeah, we're uh, going to talk about it. Debunked. We're going to debunk this as well. Is 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 Steve Harvey a menace to society? Nah, Steve Harvey is a, is, a, is, a, is a legend. I mean, didn't he mess up Miss Universe like last a couple years ago? It was in 2015. We, we all mess up. Yeah. He's Every, only human. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah Montana said everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Everybody gets that way. And nobody's perfect. Hannah Montana better than Taylor Swift. All right, go to break now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's dispute. What do y'all, can you think, uh, do you think men and women um, are able to just be friends? Um or can I have platonic friendships tweet us and let us know at commute BNR or call us up 973-720-2738 once again 973-720-2738 the phones are already off the hook guys call us up now <laughs> uh, dispute on the, after the break happy Monday Roz and Sean y'all we are your morning commute crew Vont Leak, Justice Greg and Suzette good morning guys uh, it's our last show of the semester if you're just tuning in thank you for listening we are here on Brave New Radio it is Monday May 3rd it is uh, getting up to 60 degrees yeah, so, man. It's getting warm. Yeah, weather has been playing with my emotions, but... Yesterday was a full-on 80 degrees in like at like 1 o'clock. Was it really? I got out of work and I was, it was like, very it's windy. hot. It was windy, though. Mm-hmm. But, guys, it's time to dispute. And you can uh, join in the conversation, chime in by texting or calling 973-720-2738. We want to hear from you again. The number is 973-720-2738. Uh, Jay, do you want to... Well, I mean, there's no context, really, but I'll live here in the clip, but... Yeah, so basically, Steve Harvey. I'm not even sure what show he was on. This was from ten years ago. I don't even. I don't know what this is. But this Steve social media, resurfaced. bros. Yeah, clips this show. Yeah, but at least ten. This because this the, the clip that the producers have is from. It was posted in 2010. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Steve Harvey made some comments about men and women being uh, platonic friends. So where did this come from? Because- I mean, it's a blessing, true enough. But really, it was just. Me sitting down being honest. I talk, all of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm I'm incapable of that. Why? And, what do you mean? Well, because you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't. I don't really have female friends because look, 
Okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> right here. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. So what is the truth to that? Let's mm. talk about it. Again, tweet us at CommuteBNR, uh, at CommuteBNR, or call or text 973-720-2738. I have some thoughts on this topic. Well, we don't want to hear them. So what do you think, Jay? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <It's not foul. laughs> All right. So I'm not the kind of person who, I have a lot of guy friends. That's just the kind of person that I am. That's mm. the way that I've lived my life. And um, I don't, I can't say what it is from a man's perspective on this situation, but I don't think that's true. I'm, I feel like in order to have a friendship with a woman, you have to have a level of mutual respect there. And a lot of guys don't have that. And that's where this kind of rhetoric comes into play. Mm -hmm. But like if you have a level of respect that you share with your female friends, like it's not a problem. Like there is no issue. Like I have friends from high school that I'm still friends with that I know would never it would not even know. You're saying it, though, like, um, yes, the context of Steve Harvey, but like. You don't. You said there's a level of respect that the guy needs to have. What if the girl's the one fiending for the dude? I mean, then that's a different story. But like, it's you never was fiending for somebody that you're friends with or were friends with at some point. Yes, but I made. Aren't it you dating someone you used to be like used to be your boss? All right, but yeah, but like <laughs> when we were friends, I wasn't fiending for him. I was just like, all right, well, yeah. I so how did this beautiful love story come about? Oh my god, we're not gonna talk about that. But point is, like, when I handed I'm, him the coffee cups and when I'm friends with somebody, and he told me these were the wrong size. So go in the back where I'm not getting paid this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when you are friends with someone and you may or may not feel an attraction or whatever to it, you can either speak on it or mind your business. And not do anything about it. And if you're going to do that and someone says no, mind your, like, go about your life and maintain the friendship like nothing happened. Because that's really how life is. Because I've had that instance where, like, I've had a crush on friends or they've had a crush on me. And it's just like, all right, uh, that's not what the what the vibes are. Like, and we move on and our friendship has continued. So, I have mixed feelings on this. I, I want to hear what you think, though, Vaughn. Well, I want to know, first of all, is he saying, like, what is, what is the conversation that we're having? And, like, what is he saying? Is he saying that... You can't sleep with a girl and then be friends after, or he's is he so like every guy is only friends with a woman based on the possibility that he can sleep with her? Okay, um, I don't think that's true, but I understand what he's saying, and I will openly admit I can name at least three friends that I have slash had in the past that at one well that in the past at at that point in time. That possibility was in the back of my mind. That was not why I was friends with them. But if that opportunity had come about, yes, I probably would have taken but it. But if you were married, would that be an issue? No. Yeah, at the time I wasn't in a relationship. Um, now, no, I'm still, I'm still in my relationship and I'm still friends with those people. But there is the fact that when I got in my relationship, those friendships did change a bit. Um out of respect but also it just i mean i guess that's kind of what happens when you're in relationships mm -hmm. like you were with your boyfriend yesterday and you didn't text us but we have a show to do as well so like as aside from us being friends the if if our friendship fails the tie will still always be morning commute mm -hmm. those friendships kind of fell off because it was just a friendship and then what else Unfortunately, i mean that's crappy to say because it shouldn't have but there is like a type of respect thing there mm -hmm. i feel like he's kind of right low-key 
in most cases i think i think in most cases if a guy has a female friend either he's known that female friend for a long long time or you know he's there because you know in case you know something something falls through you know he might he might slide in there as steve yeah. said and she decides um, to open up yeah not in all cases definitely not in all cases <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely not in all cases i'd say um but like i feel like for you it's easier because like you you're you have you're in a relationship right so last time i checked yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, every couple minutes <laughs> um yeah it's, 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 i think it's kind of easier to set boundaries you know See, but the way steve harvey made it sound he sounds like he was like a serial cheater like i am incapable of it i i yeah. cannot do it because I I will I will <laughs> we can't say that on the air, <laughs> but I will yeah I will slide in there as soon as I'm able to. And she was like, because you have a wife. He was like, oh yeah, her <laughs> pretty much. I just like, feel like you can't be real close friends with a female unless like you're not attracted to them. I also think that like because then you wouldn't be friends. You'd be like. I'm, yeah, I potential, guess. Like, if, the, if the attraction is there, you're gonna be, you're gonna want to be more than friends. I think that T, like media, also like portrays um that because there's how many we can name like a bunch of shows right now that we watch as kids. So forget like like adult shows, but kid shows where the dynamic was two girls and one guy. That's so Raven. It was Eddie, uh, Raven and 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 Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Yep. Um, iCarly. Carly, Sam, Freddie, and in those instances, not not the Raven. The guy always became a love interest. Not Raven, but yeah, from day one, Freddie fell in love with Carly, and then dated both. Um, girl meets yeah, world. It was the same thing. Um, so I feel like the media also has these ways of making maybe pushing that narrative on them a little bit. Mm. Like I, I know for a fact. I know for a fact. I have a couple guy friends who, if given the opportunity, would one hundred percent jump at it. But like, I think it's more than you think. Honestly, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's I think it's honestly more than you think. I mean, look, I have a good amount of female friends. I think that um, some of them, if the opportunity came, I would probably say no because um, that's weird. Yeah, some a couple of my female friends, I just don't look at them that way. Like, like I look at them as my sister. But you know, other ones, if you know the opportunity came, I, I would I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. But those aren't close close friends of mine mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like like for example you are you have a girl right you've had a girl for a long time you are friends with suzette right mm-hmm. um i'm sure y'all are good friends i'm sure you're not that close though like i feel like i don't think y'all are gonna like would go out to lunch together randomly i just I, like last week I, don't, I, I doubt it either y'all were at school and maybe you got food but like are you gonna call Suzette like, yo, let's go get lunch? No, that's weird. Is that disrespectful? It's not disrespectful, but it's weird. You wouldn't do that. But you would do that maybe for one of your male friends, right? I've done not with Suzette, but I have done that. I will admit that. Were you in a relationship? Yes. This was uh over the winter break that just passed. Mm. Yes. But, and this is another fact that it plays, the friend that I did it with is a friend that I was friends with longer and knew. Forget being so friends knew up. before. I was with my girl. That's my point. I think that you can only be friends uh, with a female if, I mean, without, I mean, well, platonic friends, if either you've known them for a long, long time or you guys are just really close and no attraction is there. See, but I think even knowing them for a long time doesn't change that because I know for a fact that there are some people who I've known since I was like five who would 100% smash if I gave them the chance. 
That's true, true, true. I'm like, true, yo, true. we literally like... Uh, you're like my brother. Your mom... We used to take baths together, bro. That's weird. <laughs> it was like, you're trying to do it again. He's trying to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like the attraction is, is, is the main key. Like, if, if you have a, a female friend that you're close with and you're also attracted to, it's like, you know, of course those thoughts are going to come up. Like, why aren't we... Why aren't we doing something? Like, why are we just friends, you know? Uh, my girl's listening. She wants me to... Well, first of all, you said something. What was one of the... You said something and I wanted to agree with you. Like how... There it's like the, one of the first things you said. There must be a level of mutual respect that people have between their friends in order to maintain the fact that they're not going to sleep with each other. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not it. <laughs> 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 respect's out the window. You said something else. I can't remember. I wanted to agree with you, but... Oh, well, now I don't have listening. to. Listening, that's crazy. What did um, I don't know, but I didn't want to cut y'all off, so I was listening, but I, I have short-term memory. Okay, uh, my girl's listening. Uh, first, she said, screw you, Susan. No, I'm kidding. Um, I was I was in a relationship, okay, and with somebody who I knew prior to, the girl, to my girl now, Mora. I was friends with Mora. I, I became friends with Mora because we were like had like a similar friend group or whatever, um, and eventually, she developed a crush on me. This is how I got in my relationship now she developed a crush on me and i was like whoa you gotta relax like i don't like i'm in a relationship then we continue we try to continue our friendship and just because of the situation it turned we are where we are now it didn't work yeah you did not preserve the friendship and now y'all are together so maybe and i am ended another uh, he's uh, yeah. right i'm, I'm i ended another right. relationship yep so really, I'm a menace to society. See, but like, I don't think that's a, an everyday situation. Like, you don't just get into a, a, a three-year-long relationship with one of your friends because you just wanted to smash. Like, you didn't get into a relationship with your girl because you just wanted to smash. But I'm not everybody, though. That's what I'm saying. That's not an everyday situation. No, but what Since I'm saying... I'm built different. Yeah, I am, first of all. But, but uh, different. Get like me. But I'm just saying, you, um... Maybe you don't need to be like me. But there are people that... What if that is a scenario? Like, what if a life, like, three years or beyond... For that, just solely for that purpose, still cheating, still doing whatever they want to do. That's foul. It's true, but I mean, there's people that are like that. I honestly, I think, I think I agree with him. I think I agree with Steve Harvey. Honestly, I think um, if as long as like you guys aren't like brother and sister, like that close, if attraction is there, I'm sorry, it's gonna be hard to really you know be close friends. I'm sorry, I have more faith in men than you. I don't know why. Like, it's not just about men. It's about men and women. You like, can't hold on because I want to. I want to. Never mind. We have to go on break. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I was gonna throw you on blast, but we have to go to break. Yeah, I'm saying like I, I've had friends who I was not that close with. I was pretty close with, and then you know, um, stuff happened because of attraction, and now we're not so close anymore. You just, I just, I'm tired of Suzette throwing around the narrative. Men are trash, and men don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. But didn't text us back yesterday because she was with her man. Mm. Or you have a boyfriend, period. That's just that. that Am is. I not allowed to have a boyfriend? Bro, these, these no, but girls, it's just, it just doesn't make You can't say all men are trash. I didn't say all men these, are trash. I just said men in general are trash. Women cap. There's a difference. Women cap. Women go on social media and talk about men are trash. Men don't deserve this. Men don't deserve that. And then they'll get off Twitter and, and give go them buy all their the man things, food or the something yeah, like that. They don't My man deserve. treats me right. All right, let's go to break. Yeah, man. <laughs> the uh, listeners don't want to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. Call or text us, 973-720-2738. Do you think men and women can be platonic friends? Um, we want to hear from y'all. You can call us up, 973-720-2738, or tweet us at CommuteBNR. Tell us uh, what do you think. And tell us if there's a scenario in where you've ever been in like this as well. Um, if you ever had a friend that you wanted to smash, and hey, if you did, end up smashing. <laughs> uh, we got more money commute on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Roz and Sean, y'all, we are your morning commute crew, Vaughn League, Justice, Greg, and Suzette. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just for today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, over the weekend, I watched... 
well, it's weird how I stumbled upon it, actually. My boy sent me a clip or a clip for this new Amazon Prime show called Them. Then a recommended video came up mm-hmm. about the show Them. That looks crazy. It looks like us. Is it? Did it come out yet? The show? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yep. The, the full? Uh, I don't know if it's like episodes every week or if like it's a full season out, but yeah. It, 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 in some capacity, it is out. It is out. Interesting. Um, but then it also stumped the, the video I was watching where the girl was comparing it to us, the movie Us, the Jordan Peele movie. She was talking about how there's a lot of representation of black trauma porn, being meaning like like just blatant like oh we want to relive like the slavery and um the the just deep bad experiences and in that. A movie came out. It's a Netflix original. Just a bunch of mini movies. I told you about the the, the Lifetime mini movie. This movie called uh, Two Distant Strangers, which is uh, it's available on Netflix. It's a half hour if you want to go watch it. It stars uh, Joey Badass. Um, and I watched it. I sent it to you, Justice. I know you watched it. Um, yeah. I think Suzette was busy. So. Yeah, I I heard about it just because um. I'm a Joey Badass fan, and I follow him on IG, and I saw it, and I saw the premise on Twitter. I saw people talking about it, upset about it, but yeah, it didn't really, you know, catch my eye to watch it. But uh, I know you said you watched it, so I, I. Uh, so let's just go back to last week and forget Suzette. Suzette's here. Let's talk about it, or the week before last. Man, I don't know about you. I hated it, bro. I didn't hate it, but I, I just I didn't know why this movie had to be made. That's the thing. So uh, well, hold on, hold on. Spoiler alert: the movie's gonna be spoiled in this this yeah. conversation. So I'm just let you know right now. All right, come so, back in like ten minutes. So the, basically, this is this is the movie, right? So uh, this dude wakes up, um, wakes up in uh, after uh, sleeping with a girl. Yeah, after sleeping with a girl yeah. in her bed, right? So they have a conversation. Quick, he walks outside. Uh, for some reason, he has a wad of cash in his bag and is smoking yeah, that's a never cigarette. Explained. Yeah. Um, a cop sees the cigarette, thinks it's something else, sees the wad of cash. She tells him to get on the wall so he can search his stuff. He resists. Um, basically, he, you know, tackles him down. And same thing that happened to George Floyd, basically. Uh, it's literally died. George Floyd. Inception. And Inception. Yeah, yeah. Bl- like mixed together. And it, Why? And yeah, it just kept happening. Like He kept trying to figure and he kept realizing that like he kept dying. He was trying to yeah. escape dying. But the cop just kept killing him. First, the, like in the first couple, it was really was George Floyd. Like the cop choked him out. Then the cop just kept shooting him, and it was very graphic too for yeah. like a, a short Netflix movie. There's yes. no reason for all of that. And then the so, end of it. And wait, this, wait, wait, wait. This, let me. This, and this. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna so, say this came out November, so yeah, it was based off of. So it kept happening. Like it happened. Like I think he said like 99 times, right? So and it was different ways he was dying. He was trying different things, and he got shot a couple times to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically. Uh, one of the last times he, he goes up to the cop and is like, look, this keeps happening to me. I don't know why. And the cop's like, oh, what should we do? He said, just take, why don't you just take me home? So in the cop car, you know, they have this conversation where they're trying to like, you know, understand each other, I guess. He's like, why did you become a cop? The cop is like, oh, you know, stop bullies. And they go, like, oh, you became a bully. It was kind of like, oh, you know, see both sides. Mm-hmm. So then. He walks, and then the cop ends up just killing him again. At the and end of the movie, when it, everything seems like it's fine, the cop is like, "Ha, huh, you really thought you were gonna get through to me?" And then sh- I'm still gonna kill you at the end of the day. And then shoots him. And then like his blood, like I don't know if you peeped this, but like at the end, the last time he got shot, the blood was shaped as Africa, the continent. A what in the world? Yeah, 
You didn't peep that? No. Yeah, the blood, when he was on the ground, the blood was the shape of Africa. Um, imagery, I guess. And That what, all Africans get shot and killed? I don't, bro, I don't know. And then at the end, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get home to my dog. And then it just ended. It just ended. With, he didn't it, get out of it. Yeah, so it, and the movie ended with him waking up again. And now the girl is aware of that it keeps happening as well. But it's like it goes to show like him walking down the steps like and it's literally like a like a Disney Channel like, well, that's my story, but I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. Don't worry. And then he walks credits. away and then it, not, it shows like a list of all yeah. like uh, p- people, uh, pe- victims of police brutality. It says like Breonna Taylor was sleeping in her bed. Uh, Tamir Rice and like Alton Sterling, all that. And then the movie ends. It doesn't show that he got out of it. So, I mean, I mean, that might just be like the message they're trying to send is that they, you will get killed at the end of the day. Is that what the message is? The message is that police are never your friend and you're never going to die. You're always going to die regardless of the situation, which but is foul. Why, why, was why that? is that a movie that needs to be made? We're living it. We don't need to see that. And that's yes, what I think the, the video the, that I was watching where the, the woman was saying, like, this is black trauma porn. See, I didn't, when I saw that, you're not going to go. We're, we're living these things day to day. And we go through, the, we literally go through these things. And yes, there are some things that um do need to be brought awareness to. And that's why I, I told you about this movie, because I thought by the end of it, there'd be some type of... um. Resolution. Resolution. Or not even, because there's no real resolution, but I just thought there'd be like some justification as to why this movie, like I thought there'd be like a, a may, like a happy ending in some, in some way. But I was just like, nah, this is, this is like, it's too good to be true. And then he was, and then the cop blatantly said like, ha, like he really, like, like almost word for word, Suzette, he was just like, nice try getting through to me, but don't forget, I'm white and, a, and I have power. Boom. Yeah. And, um... I, I want to say that I kind of, kind of get what they were trying to do, I guess. But, you know, when I saw them talking about on Twitter how, you know, this is, uh, what did you say? What did you say? The Black trauma saying? porn? Yeah, oh. that, that's what it was. That's literally what it was. There was no other point for the movie. This movie did not need to be made. I don't know what they were trying to do, what they were trying to say, but this was not it. I will not be watching this again. Um, it was only 30 minutes, thank the Lord. If this was a full-length movie, man. And, like, bro, the ending, like, are you doing a part two or something? Bro. They're trying to set themselves Last up. week, it won an Oscar. Yeah, I saw that it, was, it won an Oscar. I don't, I don't, bro, I don't understand, bro. I don't understand. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, the, the video that I was watching with the girl talking about black trauma porn, she was, because I told you she was comparing the show Them to us. She was saying the thing that Jordan Peele does um, beautifully, and I think we need more of, is bringing light to these things without sen- sen- uh, centering the focus. Like, get out. There's imagery of uh, slavery. There's imagery of uh, racism. But those are elements to display imagery. That is not the focal point of the movie. And the same thing kind of with us. It kind of it's some type of like trauma that black people go through, you know, and the fact that like it's us against the world. Um, but that's not what this movie, this movie just blatantly displayed that these things just continue to happen as if we didn't, as if we wanted to see more of it. Um, a controversy, it's funny because I found this movie on the first and then I looked it up, I was doing research on it and a controversy began on the, what was the first Saturday? Um, that this movie was plagiarized and it was um it's plagiarized based off of Groundhog Day which is like another inception type movie but like a, there's a black groundhog day movie and that's exactly what this movie was so they're like investigating it but um yeah this movie won an Oscar last week i mean not an Oscar yeah an Oscar yeah 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 
And a lot of celebrities signed, like, not signed off in this movie, but, like, like this movie. I want to say, I'm trying to look it up right now. Like, LeBron or some, hold on, let me see if I can find it. I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't at all. Um, Let's see. Kevin, let me see. Kevin Durant and, Kevin Durant worked on this movie. Hmm. And who's this other guy? Oh yeah, Mike, Mike Conley, Conley, right? Yeah. Mike Conley. Oh yeah. So that's the movie they, they were won the executive off? producers. Yep. Wow, I didn't know it was the same movie. So, so are y'all gonna cancel K- uh, KD now? I don't know, bro. I just I, that movie wasn't for me, bro. Suzette, watch it when you can. Let, let us know what you think because that was. Yeah, I'm upset sounds- you didn't watch it because you because you said you're such a, like a political like woke person. I feel like this. Yeah, input. It in sounds this like been. something that would make me uncomfortable. I, I, it has I mean that, that's it, it that's just really made me it. angry like, really yeah, like I, I have nothing else to say it's going to make you uncomfortable like there's no cinematic purpose in that there's no value added to somebody's life from watching a movie like that because we already know what's going on at all like, and there, seeing somebody die over and over and over again is exhausting as it is and we see it in real the life the way so why that do they you need do. to make a movie about it and like if you keep doing something like that it has to end in him getting out of the inception and living that's the whole it just ended in like oh we're just gonna keep going it's just over and over like but are you who, gonna do a who, sequel who sat there and was like you know what we want this guy to die, continue to die and he really was just trying to get home to his dog like I'm like you said about the ending I'm still confused as to what the point why did he keep reliving it why didn't he just die I didn't want him to die at all but like for the movie purpose why didn't he just die so like whoever was like, yo, I think it'd be a great idea if we take this trauma that everybody experienced with George Floyd in May on May 25th, 2020 and just make sure it continues to happen. I feel like the the people who made this movie probably weren't intending it for people of color to watch. It was more so for white people to watch, but white people I don't, don't think so. They don't empathize. But with black us. a black person was the executive producer. No, I'm aware, but I feel like the the only way that this makes sense to me is if they were their thinking was if other people see the way that this is happening, they will start to care because obviously this is wrong, and you know it's wrong. We know it's wrong because we are people of color, but white people obviously don't care, and I feel like that's part of the reason why they made it the way that they did. Is like well, mate. The target audience was people who have the who don't understand and have the ability to do something. Maybe that that's the only excuse I could see for the fact that it ended with no resolution because there is no resolution. Yeah, currently. maybe, but I still think there should have been some like end all be all. That could it could have been like I guess the window for change, but instead they decided to propagandize the fact that um the black people just continue to get killed by police. It's poor execution, man. Literally. Yeah. Literally. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if you could, have, if you have the stomach for it, I guess we suggest, we suggest watching it. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called Two Distant Strangers. Um, check it out. After the break, Suzette's gonna get exposed. It's your first episode, so we uh, we got to make sure we uh, break you in, break you into the morning commute crew. Please be nice. <laughs> no promises. Um, this might be her last episode after she uh, after she does hot seat. We'll see. What? Don't do me like that. I'm, that's the way it is. That's the way it goes. So that's going in the hot seat after the break. You're listening to Morning Commute on Brave New Radio. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your Morning Commute crew. Vaughn, Leak, Justice, Greg, and new member, Suzette. How you feeling? I'm good. That's I'm great. A little tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wake up because you are about to be put in the hot seat. Okay. Suzette. We're going to ask you a series of questions, and you have to answer them wholeheartedly. You can only pass on one of the questions, but you can't know what the rest of the questions are ahead of time. So, if you pass on question number two, 
But three, four, and five are even worse. You can't go back and you must answer. Suzette, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth so help you God? Sure. All right. Why don't you start us off? Suzette, question number one. What is the most embarrassing moment you have experienced in middle school or high school? Most embarrassing moment? Oh, there's a lot of them. I was an embarrassing kid. Um, I wouldn't say this is embarrassing, but this is a mortifying event in my life. Um, when I was a freshman in high school, I wore a bag brace to school. Cause, uh, you wore a what? I wore a back brace to school because you, I had a school. Oh, back brace. Yeah, like I had a, like a full cast on my back or whatever. I had to wear it every day. It was so annoying. Hated it. I was in class one day trying to adjust the straps. Um, you know, on the low, not trying to make it, but I didn't want to walk out of class because my teacher was giving a, a lecture or whatever. And I was like adjusting it. It was Velcro. It was loud. You could hear it. And he stops the whole class. He was like, I know what you're doing. It's okay. Like, that's fine. I was mortified. Like, I wanted to erase myself from existence at that mo- moment in time. I was like, why would you, like, you couldn't just let me be. You, you had to say something to me. Why is that embarrassing? Because, like, like every, nobody knew. I was like, even, that is so embarrassing. They like, didn't notice the, the, the... Nobody says anything. Just let it be. That's like... But that's like... You're trying to fix your cast. Like, you have your arm is in a cast. And it's like... Ha! Loser! You're embarrassed. <laughs> like, that's... My friends used to, like, punch me and stuff in the in the stomach because I couldn't feel it. Was that in middle school or was that in high school? This is uh, freshman year high school. Oh. I only worked for a year. Well, all right, then. I'm sorry that your teacher didn't care that you, about your back. That's like, so, that was a mortifying event. All right. Second question. Describe your worst hookup experience. The like, in what way? Your your worst. The way. Yeah. <laughs> the way. <laughs> My worst hookup experience. Um, I mean, I don't really do hookups. Like, I've only ever like. I do entanglements. All right, could, can we be honest now, Suzette? Or <laughs> yes, I'm being honest. Like, so, I, so what do you do? What do you mean? What do I do? You just said you don't do hookups. So what do you do? I mean, I have I've been in relationships. Describe your worst, your worst. Come on now. She knows exactly. Yeah. No, right. I, I literally even... know. I literally don't have like a bad one. Like they, I've never like. You just built different, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, there's. So there... you're passing is what you're saying. I guess. Mm, we need to come up with a punishment for passing. <laughs> you have to eat the tuna in the vending machine down oh, the hall. No, ew, that's nasty. Are you oh, sure I'm that you want to pass? Yeah, I'll pass. Just because I don't have an answer. The for that. second question, bro. I... You're such a loser, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, it's your first show. You know, no, Next question, no please. Okay, okay, okay. All right. What's the most? Uh, oh, excuse me. What's the craziest thing that you've done to get your crush to like you? Any crush? Um, I, oof. I'm a crazy person. Not that I'm crazy, but like, I would post on my story. Like, he and me were friends. And I was trying to get his attention, but like he was not paying attention to me. So like, um, I would post on my story like only with to him. <laughs> like I would post my close friends and only have him on my close friends, and then I would like post like songs or whatever that he had sent me yeah, to listen to. Yeah, hundred percent. Or like, um, at one point, like I was texting this guy on Snapchat, and like he would like open it and then take forever to respond and like, not respond. So I would go in the chat and be like, oh, I was typing, so he would get the notification. That I was typing and then I'd leave. So that doesn't so really that sound crazy. That sounds normal. It's petty. Yeah, petty. But like, I used to be like, it was, it was like subliminal stuff, like OD. Okay, okay. Next question. You, you have a boyfriend, right? Yes. Name uh, one thing you you would change about him if you could. 
One thing I would change about him if I could. I don't know. You got to answer. You already passed on one. <laughs> you have to answer anything. I wish he was more in tune with his Dominican culture. That's one thing that I would change about him, but it's not his fault. So, so, so. I wish he was more into. Like, so he's a culture vulture. No, he's Colombian, but like he's more Colombian than Dominican. Like he doesn't know anything about his Dominican side of his family, and I wish he did, just because I don't know a lot, and I would like to learn. Mm. So, you really, you would change your man to to benefit you. I mean, because you said you want to know. It's pretty selfish of you. It would be nice. See, women. <laughs> It'd be nice if I could change him to satisfy me. <laughs> All right, but, but let a man say that. Or actually, I wish he was a little bit more like outgoing mm. as a person. Cause mm. I gotta be the outgoing one And I'm not an outgoing person You hear that? It's a good you hear He that wants Steve? you to go out You hear that Steve Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> Alright Last question How long have you been with your boyfriend? Uh, Almost two months That we've been officially together But we've been talking for like I wanna say like three Okay Um, And when was your last relationship Before your current one? Um, We broke up October 2019 Okay Well so that if you had to, of the many, pick one ex to return to a relationship with, name the name the the person that it would be. The ex that I would go back to. Do I have to? Like, yep, you I'd, passed on one. Sorry. I'd rather Do die. you not understand no, no, the no, no, point? No, 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 no. We read the directions clearly. <laughs> no, like honestly, all of my exes were trash in the. No, you can't cop out. No. Oh my god. If you have, if your life, the no, I can't even say that because you just said you would rather die. So nope. <laughs> you had to pick one. Which ex are you going back to? I need a name. I need a social security number and an address. All that. I mean, I guess my like my second boyfriend. I'd go back to him if I had to. We need the name, Suzette. I'm not giving the name. I'm not gonna name drop him on the radio. Is he listening? No, he hates my guts. Well, oh. then say it. What's his name? Chris. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, all right. Well, I mean, you passed on one, so you technically failed, but I mean, you're still here, so. Yeah. For now. A for effort, I guess. It's not that I passed. I just didn't have an answer. I'm sorry. You passed. Meaning you failed. Mm -hmm. But, um. Sorry, right, Justice. We're going to put you in the hot seat one of these days. I've been in the hot seat a plethora of times. What are you times. talking about? I've We've, only... been <laughs> <laughs> We've been here. We've been here. I didn't like how that went. <laughs> Yo, bro, shit, bro. You're such a cop out. For real. Why? I feel like all those were. We got to come different next time. Chris? Come That's on. That's definitely a made up name. Yeah. No, it's definitely not. What's his last name? Manaya. Okay, that, 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 was, that, was, that, that was real. Hmm. Hmm. That's probably Spanish for fake <laughs> <laughs> or made up. <laughs> nah, literally. The only how do you spell that, Suzette? I'm not, no. What's his Instagram? I know you know it. I I don't follow him. Do you remember when we were sitting here passing around our our, our IGs with our X's on them? Do you remember that? I do remember. That. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, oh, good man. times. But anyway, it's such a cop out. <laughs> All right. Traumatic experience. I don't want to talk about that, man. All right. Well, congratulations. Um, that there will be more. Just want to let you know. This is only the first of many hot seats that you'll be sitting in here on Morning Commute. So uh, get ready to be exposed. We're gonna get to know a lot more about you, Suzette. Mm -hmm. And um. Uh, Tommy, if you're listening, bro, you don't got to change for nobody. You're mm -hmm. a king. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's at work now, so I don't think he's listening anymore. Well, I'll make sure I send this to him. So, all right. You're listening to Morning Commute. We'll be back after this. <sighs> we made it, man. This is it, man. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your Morning Commute crew, Von League, Justice Greg, and Suzette. Thank y'all for listening. Truly. Um, we have made it. This is 
Last episode that you'll be getting from us for a while. Yeah. Um, I know you'll miss us. Yeah, we'll probably be off for like a, like a year, right? Something like that. Come back like next uh next April. A couple weeks before next at IBS. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> we have some content to submit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but first and foremost, before we get into we have announcements, um, Justice and I sincerely do want to thank every single person that yeah. has listened this semester. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, honestly. Everyone who's been with us. Um, all any the point adjustment periods, you know, everything. We appreciate you guys for, you know, for listening and tuning in, whether it's, you know, during the show or on Apple, Spotify, wherever, whether it's on Brave, GoBrave.org, whether it's on YouTube. Just thank you. Thank you to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to everybody that has listened, that has mm-hmm. been on the show. Uh, too many people to name that uh, President Hell Dobler. Uh, yeah, just so many people. Um, so we want to thank all of you guys for making us uh, making this a great semester. We hope that you continue to listen. Um, just trying to think, is there anything, anybody else we got to thank or like? Oh yeah, for, thanks Seabass, you yeah. know for everything, all the yeah, help. It was and a great stuff. show last yeah. week. Yeah, and you know, I mean, obviously co-hosts are a big part. Yeah. So uh, appreciate Art for yeah. putting for me on the show. Yeah, man. Yeah, wow. <laughs> nah, I've um, been Su- helping y'all since like February. No, nah, no, nah, nah. Suzette has been a, a great intern. Um, so thank you to Suzette, and now she's part of the show. You got your first show down. Um, Even though you cop that on hot seat, you, yeah. How do you Other honestly give? How do you feel? Compared to Suzette has been our intern literally just about the entire semester. Mm-hmm. So compared to that, compared that to now, like how do you how do you feel? Um, I'm really excited. Like, I'm glad to be on the air. Like, I mean, this is something that I've really wanted to do for a while, and I'm thank you guys for the opportunity. Um, because I know that if I, it was up to me, like it wouldn't have happened. Um, I really appreciate you guys for that, and I'm just excited to see what we have. I know we're gonna, you know, keep keep it popping. Mm-hmm. We're just getting started out here. Word. Yes. Um, three seasons of morning commute in the books, man. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. A year ago, we weren't even here. We were in quarantine, so I'm glad we made it. Yeah. How do you feel? You've done two full semesters now. I feel good, man. I feel like I feel good, but at the same time, I feel like there's so much more room to grow. So, so much. I'm excited, man. Uh huh. Um, and we're gonna continue to grow. So as we said, um, we are gonna be off for a little bit. Um, you can still listen to Morning Commute every Monday from six to nine a.m. for the next couple weeks. We're gonna take the next couple weeks off. You will be hearing reruns of the show, but Morning Commute will return. Monday, June 14th. Uh, so it's a couple weeks off, and we will return Monday, June 14th with new shows at 7 a.m. Uh, we'll be going 7 to 9 a.m. right here on the same station. Uh, you can listen at gobrave.org, 88.7 on the dial, Radio FX app, tune in app, all those places. Uh, Justice Suzette and I will return once again Monday, June 14th. But continue to listen every single week because we're going to play some uh, some of our best episodes from this season. Absolutely. And, Definitely you know, if, if you miss some content from us, you know, during the small break, I will be posting soon enough on Juicebox TV on YouTube. Subscribe to Von Leak on YouTube. Subscribe mm-hmm. um, to Brave the Radio on YouTube. You'll yes, be seeing yes. clips of us there. Oh, um, starting June 14th, Mondays at seven from 7 to 9, and then replays of that episode Thursdays from 9 to 11. So Morning Commute really is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, like Justin just said, this is only the beginning. Yep. It's only up from here. Um, thank y'all for listening today Whether you're on your way to work, school, Zoom uh, Hopefully it's probably one of the last times we have to say that Zoom, you know, one hopefully. of the last times We appreciate you spending your Monday mornings with us And last but not least Stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands And wear a condom 
because uh, it's about to be nasty out here when, on July 1st when the summer street, when the streets open back up. Wrap it up, y'all. The streets are calling my name. I'm are they really? The streets. <laughs> are they really? Oh, and shout out to uh, <laughs> shout out to Shrimp Chris. Oh my yeah. God. Shout, shout, shout out to Small BB Chris. <laughs> small BB Chris. Um, <laughs> shout out to Small BB Chris, um, man. Uh, Vaughn, we got some more motivation, bro. Oh, for man. Last time. One last time for the one time. A bad attitude can block love, blessings, and destiny from finding you. So, do not be your worst enemy in the reason you do not succeed. And with all that being said, we love you. Please stay safe. Talk soon. Have a blessed week. Is it-